<laughs> Welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti. And I'm Danielle Galarno. And Danny, why don't you start off this week? I feel like my, my stuff I'll talk about will be a little bit longer than yours. So what happened in your life this week? Went to the cottage. When was the last time we actually like did an intro? Last week. Jesse oh. and Devin. <laughs> what would we talk about? Whatever we did that week. I talked about how I was in a bad mood and I didn't want to do anything. Oh, right, and right, how you were right. And Ryan, I had a great week again. Went to the cottage. First time of the summer. There was like 19 of us up. So it was a lot of fun. That's so many people. Do you have your own beds up there? You know what's really funny? Yeah, we do. But. They're all singles. Yeah. Bunk beds. <laughs> in bunk beds still. But it's funny because my younger sister, and we joke around about this. Shout she out Sophia, 16 year old Sophia. She has her own room. She has my old room. Because when we were younger, we used to share rooms with our siblings. Okay, that makes sense. So it was me and Andrea. And then, like, if you had a bigger family, you got like a bit bigger room, but like you would share it with the whole family. Then, as we got older, we wanted to sleep with our cousins that were the same age as us. So, in Sophia has her own room. Carolyn and John. Loser. Carolyn and John are uh, married now. So, Carolyn left Andrea. So now Andrea has her own room with two beds. John and Carolyn, they don't come up as often, but they're downstairs in like a bed together. Jacqueline has her own room. And Who then are you with? me, Maddie, Kat, and Allison. Allison gets top bunk, I get bottom. If me, Maddie, Kat, and like if Kat and Maddie are there on the same weekend, Maddie takes top, Kat takes bottom. But if Kat's gone, Maddie takes bottom. Okay. So it's really funny, but there's tons of beds. It's just, we love our space. And we were joking around this weekend because I'm like, we were like making all the beds, like first time up, getting everything organized. So we're opening everything, putting our sheets back on. And then we have all these pillows. So like me and Maddie took like 30 minutes to pick the pillows we wanted. And like these pillows are probably like 20 years old now. We could easily bring up pillows ourselves. Like I was complaining, oh, my neck hurt. Like I need another pillow. But we just don't because we're like, oh, we have what we have and we're very grateful for it and we're happy about it. But like I could easily bring myself up a second pillow. So I'm going to do that next time. All right. But I had a great time. <laughs> One week, surf. We did 8 a.m. yoga. Aren't you proud? I woke up on July 1st at 8 a.m. Well, we seven. love that for you. Then I went wake surfing, swallowed the whole lake. See, okay, over-exaggeration. No, no, no. I literally... Swallowed the whole lake. So felt like no I haven't left. been in so long. There's, there's no water left in the lake because you literally... I swallowed. drank all of Lake Muskoka, guys. So you know what the thing My is... My lungs were incapacitated. I feel like cottages, and I don't know, maybe this doesn't sound right, but I feel like cottages are only fun if you have a boat. No. I had great time because we had the boat on Saturday, but we only did, like, went on the boat on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, so we did it. this is what I always say. What can you do at a cottage up north that doesn't have a boat that you can't do at a house up kind of up north? Yes, but it's also, like, being down by the dock, being in the lake. Like, we're swimming all the and time. Down by the pool, out, out in the pool, Yeah, but it's just a different vibe, and I also feel like... I'd rather I swim am, in a pool than a lake any day of the week. Me too. I don't go in the lake unless someone's taller than me. I... I will admit I am fucked for this, but right. I am scared that if like something's going to bite my feet, they'll bite the taller person first. Even though I know that's not true. So like, right. I won't go in the lake. I <laughs> did go in the lake though. I was sweating my ass off one day and no one wanted to go in. So I jumped in by myself and everyone was like shocked. Oh my God. But it's true. Okay. That's a fear of mine. Teach that. But at the same time, when I go up north, I do feel very disconnected from Toronto in so many ways and i love it 
That's fair. I guess it's, it's different because I never grew up with a cottage. I never grew up going to the yeah, cottage like, every week. So. Literally since I was born. Yeah, we've had so a cottage. It, remi- so. it reminds you of like those feelings of when you were a kid. But it seemed like all of us up there. Like it's just like my whole family's up there. Yeah. I remember we used to go to DB's cottage all the time, and I'm like, what are we doing here that we just can't do at my family home? And at least at my family home, everyone's got like comfortable beds. We have full cell phone reception. Well, we have, we have full access cell to phone better reception. music. We have access to. We have to, music. You don't have access to full cell phone reception. You said the cell phone reception up there is bad. You don't even have Wi Fi. Well, that's a choice that we've <laughs> so done again, as a cottage, but we have reception. You said it was bad. No, my reception is perfectly fine up there. We just oh. don't have full Wi Fi in the cottage. So, but then there's also things like you can't Uber Eats anything. Why would we need to? I know. Let's say you forgot to bring something. We have a grocery store 10 minutes away. Okay, that's fair. We then. can also take, like, we can drive or we can take the boat. There's also restaurants all around. You're paying, like, a penny and a half. So there's a Mexican restaurant out there called Tulos. I haven't been since last summer, but, like, great little spot. I love it. My cousin Did went. Did you do your hair today? No. For this episode? No, I actually didn't shower since yesterday. I was going to say, I feel like you did your hair today. It looks nice. No. Um... I did my lashes. That's what I meant. Um, but my cousin went up two weeks ago with his girlfriend and they went to the place and they were charging like last year was like $7 a taco, $8 a taco. But you're in Muskoka. They can charge. Everyone's fair. like has money. Like if you want a cottage in Muskoka, you have money. It's fair. Then there's all of us. We go there. Margarita, $20. So he went and apparently they were charging now $12 for these tacos and a side of guac was nine bucks and he said it was the tiniest thing so one of the girls that they were with like was like i gotta talk to a manager like this is insane like this is actually like robbery so they took the guac off the bill for them but i'm like it makes me not want to go because i know how expensive it is already and i i was already complaining last year i'm like this is just like i'm eating literally the taco it's like three bites not even maybe two bite taco and you're paying like an arm and a leg but i I love it tacos right now i will like I love Muskoka and I That's stand fair. by it. Okay. Yeah. Again. You can come to the cottage once. I'm not a cottage guy. Just, unless there's a boat, I just, I don't, I'd rather go to my parents' house. Like, I, I know it sounds so bad. But I also feel like when you're in Toronto or you're at your parents' house, you're not that far from the city where, like, let's say you're drinking by the pool. Let's say we're all at your house drinking by the pool. We're having a great time, having a day. It comes to a point at night where it's like either we could stay or. We're also just 30 we, minutes ev- from the city. Ev- no, it's 40. So, every, okay. But every time we've ever drank at my parents' house, we've never gone downtown. I don't think we've ever once. So that's what I mean. My parents' you, house to me is basically like cottage country except without a lake But you easily could. Yeah, but you could easily go downtown Muskoka or what's that club there or the bar there. But it's different up there. I'm not going to the bar in Toronto and having to like, well, you are seeing tons of people. I know. I just, for, for me, I just... Unless there's a boat, I'd rather swim in a pool than a lake any day of the week. I'd rather sit by a pool than sit by a lake because, again, the, like usually that your your house, your access to cold drinks and everything is so much closer because usually like, cottages aren't as close to the water as the like the lake is or the house is, sorry. I don't know. And then I feel like whenever you're at a cottage, and maybe it's just because I haven't been to like really nice cottages. I've only been to maybe a handful. Um, I feel like the cottages are always like, they're almost like older shacks. Where it's not as nice. I'd rather be in a nicer house. I, I, that's just me again. I, I'm just, I'm a city guy. To each their own. Yeah, I, again, I'm own, a yeah. city person. And like, I, you could say like, like I love going up there, but if like, you'll talk to some of my cousins, like they will leave every single weekend in Toronto and go up North because like, or they, they've lived up there for the summers. That's fair. They have a different appreciation even over me. But like, I could not imagine not going up there in the summer. Like I absolutely, like I'm not that I can't go this weekend. 
Yeah, Will I fair. enjoy myself in the city? A hundred percent. But I mean, you could still go. For sure. It's just logistics. You just can't go because logistics for you, me you right don't now. have Wi-Fi to work on Friday. I just need to figure that out for myself. That's fair. But I just don't have time right now. So I'm like, okay, next time I'll figure it out. But I love going up. That's fair. And I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Teach their own, yeah. Um, I feel like this is a long intro and I feel like this episode's already long. I feel like we have long intros all the time now, but can you talk about yourself for a bit? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I have, okay. I don't even know. Cause maybe I should just next week, just do another, we'll do another episode. Just us. Anyways, I'll, I'll just quickly do it. I had my first draft or we had our first draft for the Toronto United pickleball club. Really excited. We drafted our girl, Hannah first, uh, really excited about that. She's going to be, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. She'll be one of the top players in Canada. And I talk about this, like I know everything about pickleball and I know fuck all, but we played at the cottage this weekend. Did you? Yeah. Everyone said I was, uh. I made too many rules. Those like, well, are these the are rules. the rules. So like, well, like, just shut up. We're just playing for fun. That's fair. If you're but I was like yelling at, like, I was playing as if like Frank was next to me saying like, don't step over the line. Don't do this. Like I had him in the back of my head. So shout out to Frank. <laughs> Frank doesn't listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had our draft. That was really exciting. Really fun. Now that that's getting underway. Um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll be talking more about the team and the league, everything throughout each episode. So I don't want to get too far into this. Uh, this upcoming weekend, I have my Iron Man, Iron Man 70.3, so half Iron Man. Uh, I'm clearly not ready for it. It's going to kick my ass. It's the one physical feat that I actually don't know if I can physically do. Because I did a mini one this weekend. So I swam a kilometer, which is half the distance. I biked 45, 48 kilometers, which is roughly half the distance. And then it came to the run. And I felt the swim, I felt great. The bike, I was pretty gassed towards the end of it. And I wasn't as hydrated or as hi- hydrated as I should have been, and I didn't eat as much as I should have ate. So I was, you know, I was feeling it. The run, I ran six kilometers in an hour. I have to run twenty one point four. Okay. I, toughest thing that you'll do in the near future? Oh yeah, no questions asked. Anyone could say this to me, but for some reason, I'm like, yeah, okay, you're going to get it done and you're going to do well and blah, 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 blah. And you're going to be happy because I just feel like I'm not trying to boost your ego, but I just know you're going to no, do it. But I actually, Danny, for the first time, I had to look up the limits on what's the longest you could take because you can get disqualified by taking too long. And this is the first time I'm like, fuck, because my original goal was six hours, right, to finish this. And then as I started training, I'm like, hey, six hours is borderline impossible for me. I'm just, I'm not that good. So I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe a feasible thing is seven. And then I did this mini one and the swim's going to take me roughly an hour. I know that because I swam 1.5 kilometers in 40 minutes five years ago when I was in better shape than I'm in now. And you're also, you've been training in a pool, not in not a lake. lake, which is fucking completely I told you we could have gone to the cottage. I could have just so, followed you. Yeah. I'm going to drive up two and a half hours just to swim for an hour. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. The bike is going to take me. I thought I was going to get it done in three hours flat. This bike, this past weekend, it took me an, um, it took me an hour and 47 minutes to do 48 kilometers. And it's more hilly in Muskoka. So it's going to take me at least three and a half hours minimum to do the bike, maybe four. So I'm at five hours already. I ran six kilometers in an hour, which means the run might take me three, three and a half hours. The limit you can do is eight hours and then they stop you. It's a hard stop. A limit? Yeah, there's a limit on the 70.3s. If but don't how, fin- is, how is... If you don't finish the swim, you have an hour and 10 minutes to finish the swim. No, but like how is like doing a marathon? Because this is way harder than a marathon in my opinion. Uh, it's completely different. But like you can do that in many more hours. Well, no, mar- some marathons have limits too. A lot of a lot of it, like physical feats because you got my roads got to open up after a certain point. So some events. Okay, have well you limits. have to finish. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm looked. I looked it up on the weekend. I'm like, I'm. I, might, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. You will. 
So, I have confidence, and the water's really nice. <laughs> I know, and especially after the last couple of days, it's gonna be really, really, really hot. Yeah, it's gonna be nice now. So I'm, I'm actually excited about that. Um, but you know what makes me more nervous is when everyone's like, "You're gonna be fine. You've got this," <laughs> and I'm just sitting. I'm like, if I didn't hurt my leg, no questions asked, I would have had this. Because like, you give me a month from zero, like from like nothing to train, I could probably figure it out because I'm in good shape already. But June, May was a disaster. We boozed all all May. And then June, I boozed, and then we went to Montreal, boozed harder. Boozed for three days straight in Montreal. Came back, boom, injury. Didn't train for a week, gained nine pounds in six days. And like, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I haven't lost it yet. I'm training so hard the last two weeks, and I haven't lost. I'm at 191 or something. I've lost three pounds in like the 10 days since my injury, so since I started working out again. Anyways, uh, yeah, so you guys will find out the next episode. I'll probably talk. Let's about hope it. he makes it or he'll be in a bad mood again. Oh, fuck. If and I don't make it, there's no podcast for a month. No, I'm kidding. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Sean Chase. This one is actually a really fun episode. The really first like episode. 20 minutes, I was probably mute because I didn't know anyone they were talking about. Yeah, we had a lot of shout outs. We took a walk down. But it was a lane. lot of fun and it was a good episode, I think. Yeah, really. So Sean, if you don't know who Sean is, if you listen to this, there's a good chance you know who Sean is. Yeah, he's a realtor now in Toronto, but he grew up in the nightlife game with like, you know, Maddie, Mickey, uh, Ollie, Kirby, all, all those guys, everybody in the industry. It's such a small industry and... You see him on King West all the time. Uh, he's not so much involved in nightlife anymore. Now it's mostly just real estate. But man, we had some good stories. We took a walk down memory lane and just really had a good time. So um, yeah, I don't think we need to get too much more into it. I feel like that covers it. No, I think that's it. So. All right, Sean, man, we love you. We appreciate you coming on and uh, can't wait to have you on again. And Danny, what do we say? Let's fucking go, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, this? Yeah, yeah. This is this is all right. Yeah. Have you ever done a podcast or no? I've never done a podcast. Keep the mic up. See? We start. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So what we do is we always just like sit down, turn the mics on. We just tell people like as soon as you sit down, just grab the mic and you're on, and that's it. Okay, cool. And, and this we, is a good distance. Yeah, yeah. You're good, man. All right. You're good. You're, all right, I'm you'll it. see. So look over at the red lines. Okay. You're the bottom. Okay. Wait, he's the bottom, right? He's the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, shit. see how like mine's kind of like a little bit like more. Yeah, yeah, down yeah. Than yours, but yours is still good. You're good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just talk. Just try and project. And well, we usually just cut it to like a good spot where it is to start. Okay. Like oh, shit. So we're so, on right now. Yeah, we're rolling. Like we, we usually cut it at a good spot. Usually you find like a good laughing spot or a good. Okay. Good very part. interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. So first podcast. First podcast, podcast man. Thanks for having Jimmy. me on. Podcast thank you, thank you for having me on, man. I remember I said that joke with like a woman once. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is <laughs> and we didn't like know her, know her. But I don't understand. Like, why is that such like a bad thing with a woman? To say it's kind of like your know, virginity, sex. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like now you saying that to like your sister or someone. Yeah, that'd be fine. Podcast virginity. That'd be normal. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's the yeah. first time. He's just a gentleman. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. We think he's a gentleman. We had to. We had to reschedule. Yeah, I know. Me and you've actually talked about like. I feel like every time we see you, I'm like, Sean, when are we doing this? You know what I mean, dude? Like, ever since you first started, I was like, man, that's so fucking cool. Because I'm allowed to swear. Yeah, you're allowed oh, to swear. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Everyone always asks that too. Yeah. So, so first question. Um, yeah, man. I just remember you doing it. And I was like, man, it'd be so cool because I know you've got a lot of the homies on it over yeah, time. Yeah, Maddie on. Yeah, yeah. You had Jaylac on. Yeah, I mean, Jaylac on. After oh you had Jaylac, I was like, I gotta be on oh this. Oh my god, we had Jaylac <laughs> on way back when. Yeah. yeah. 
We had Maddie on. Who else? Have we had? Mickey's never come on. I've okay. talked to Mickey a bunch of times about coming. He's like, bro, no. You know who I've actually talked to about getting on for a while? Pooplin. Dude, absolute fucking legend. Man, I was just at a party with him last he week. He won't come on. And he, I'm like, Poops, be, you gotta come on. He's like, amazing. Bro, am I gonna talk to him? I'm like, Poops, you got so many funny stories. Dude, that guy's the man. Yeah, like he's so he's got he's got the most stories for you sure. Pooplin? So Pooplin's been booking artists since yeah we like, him and Rashid like since and, I can remember and, and uh, like since back in London days yeah I mean since he's been doing the hit like he was always consistently doing like, every, like so many artists a hundred shows a year yeah every man. year yeah, wait yeah, so yeah. you were in London too yeah so that's how we met so that's why everyone who's been on this podcast is somehow at one point in London it's you know how we were saying it was a small town so like it's a small town number one and then when we talk about nightlife it's uh it's a small industry and then with all of us we actually met um in London uh in the nightlife industry so we actually met when I yeah Cobra London so I partnered up with Maddie the guy I was talking about before and uh we moved to London and I met all these guys who were running the town at the time. And we opened up this new fresh club. And uh, listen, we started throwing jams. And we started doing the whole DJ thing. That's why Pooplin entered the chat. And Rashid. Man, and it's it's crazy. This, I remember this all because we met at Cobra London. Yeah, we met at Cobra London. Wait, how'd you get involved with Cobra London? Like, did you know Maddie beforehand? Or I knew Maddie for a long time. Uh, I used to actually DJ all around King Street um, back, back, back in the day. What was your um, DJ name? Did you have one? Or? It was Sean Chase, Sean man. Chase. I was, you know, Crunch? Yeah. I was his opener. We had on Crunch King. on too. Did you have Crunch? We had Crunch on. Shout out Crunch, man. Times. Crunch is my dog. DJ Crunch. Amir, I don't even know his. Really? Yeah, yeah, Amir, yeah, 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 yeah. Doctor too. Yeah, so daytime doctor, nighttime DJ. So <laughs> we were. I was actually promoting for a company called Dynamite Events. So Sako, you know Sako. Yeah, we had Sako. Yeah, Sako. So Sako's my dog, man. Sako and Oleg actually gave me my first shot in Toronto nightlife. Uh, I held a couple of clipboards in the day. And they really just got me into King West because I was an all ages promoter and DJ like back when I was you know living at home and stuff. Wait, where's home for you? Uh, I grew up in Markham. Okay. Oh, okay. Moved downtown when Wait, I was which 18. Which all ages event did you work for? Company? Um, Star Child, based oh. out of Saga. Wow. Yeah, Club 108 for okay, uh, 108, you know yeah. for the degenerate. Whoever's a degenerate now knows about that place for sure. Um, so kind of got my you know my 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 not my stripes but my little experience there, and then ran into Maddie at Century Room. And the original century. The original century. The original century. And me and him kind of hit it off. And uh, it was so funny because he was throwing this uh, this festival in uh, the, the Dominican. Okay. And uh, it's the first time I met Rashid. Uh, so he calls me. He's like, listen, we need a couple openers for, I think it was Kim Faye and Max Vangeli. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Because at I'm the in. time, Fuck I'm like, yeah. bro, let's go. Like, I felt like I was fucking touring. Um <laughs> And we kind of just hit it off since then, man. And of course, like, you know, Rashid's my bro. We've done a lot of stuff. But we really all came together um, with Cobra because I was promoting it uh, in Toronto uh, before having the opportunity to buy in. And then, uh, you know, Maddie just hit me up and said, yo, I'm going back to uh, where it all started. And uh, I got this spot, 29 Park. And uh, let's go fuck up the DJ scene. So that's kind of how it started. That's actually wild because I remember Maddie called me and this would have been like early summer, ending third year, about to head into fourth year. And he called me and like me and Maddie were always friends. Like 
just through the space, but like we were never like homies where he's like calm. It's always like, right. hey, we, I need you to work this event. Hey, you, what's your rate? Blah, blah. Yeah. And we always worked out. We did New Year's with Maddie. I don't know, probably like five years in a row. The Avicii? Uh, so we did the Avicii, but that wasn't with Maddie. Okay, right, right, we right. Did, we did the, I've done, uh, fuck, it was on King Street, uh, Cheval. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Cheval. What was the little small one in the basement? Beside where the shoppers is, beside Cobra. Atelier. Atelier. Oh, that oh. was, that spot is, if you want to know night what nightlife should have been, it should have been that spot. So shout out again. I'm too Maddie. young for all of yeah. this. Yeah. Way too young. That <laughs> spot was ahead of Listen its time. Like, so we met Maddie through Andrew Moretti. Yeah. First year, we were 18, me and Alex Moretti. Yeah. We met Maddie through uh, through Andrew. We started working Barking Frog. It was still kind of under like Andrew and Maddie, whatever. Yeah. So then... In our first year, we're not even 19. <laughs> I fucking, we were 19. We're, ni- we're 20. So Maddie, Andrew sets it up through Maddie. He's like, how many takes do you guys think you can sell? Like, I don't know, like 200, 250 between the two of us. So he's like, I got this perfect spot until they, I'll give you the whole venue. And we're like, we have our own venue for New Year's Eve? Or maybe, wow. no, sorry, this was second year. So we're all, sorry, we're definitely all 19 because it was going into second year. He's like, how many tickets can you sell? We're like, at least 250. He's like, I'll give you the whole venue. It like, <laughs> actually fits like 150. Yeah, like yeah. Smaller than Lost and Found. Yeah. It's like Lost and Found kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it's totally. It's really nice looking. It was in the basement too. And he gave us basically our own venue. He's like, tickets are like 40 bucks. You get to keep like 20 bucks or something. And we're like, and you just smashed it, smashed it out the like, gate. Like, was, we're going to make some fucking heavy money. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. We were so jazzed up. We ended up selling every table, everything. They actually. I remember the manager called like a week before. He's like, how many tickets you got left? We're like, oh, we're done. He's like, wait, what? He's like, why didn't you bring in the money? We're like, oh, we thought we'd bring it in the day of. We just, we bring in the money. He's like, no, like you, we do check-ins. Like you're supposed to let us know. I was like, oh, they're gone. He's like, how many tables? We're like, all of them. Like, you don't think you should tell us that? Holy like, oh, no. shit. We, we feared there was going to be a meeting. Like, you know, we're meeting this week. He's like, meeting was, was an update. Not like, hey, you're sold out. Like, what about our friends? We're like, oh shit. Well, I don't know. You figure that out. Yeah. And they're selling 250 tickets. Sold out Atelier. The next year we did Cheval. Sold out Cheval. Then I think we did um, cinema in Liberty. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 of course. It was like Benny Benassi was DJing or something. Right. But yeah, we did a whole bunch of stuff. So that summer, Maddie calls me and he's just like, "Hey, man, like, where where are your Friday nights?" And I was like, uh, "We're like, we might go back to Up on Carling. We don't know. Like, yeah, this is when Up on Carling was starting to die down a little. Right, bit. Right, right, right. I heard. Yeah. So he's like, "I got this new venue, and we were we did Cobra Toronto the summer before. So he's right. like, I'm opening up Cobra London. We're like, yeah, fucking say last." He's like, you and Alex can have it. I'm going to bring Ollie on. Yeah. That's when me and Ollie became boys. Oh, no way. And I can't. We, we were always like friends. Since, we were always in space. But that's yeah, when yeah. we really became boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ollie's been on the podcast too. Fuck. Honestly, like literally everybody from like, London. Everyone from London. Everyone from London has been on the pod. So we, uh, he's like, you guys, <laughs> you'll be the Toronto crowd. Ollie's the London crowd. We need a house DJ. Who do you want? I was like, we got George. Oh, George. Yes, sir. We got George. Your hobby. Yeah, my <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo. The best part is the first flyer, like the launching flyer, they spelled his name with an I instead of an E. And George was and so And he walked out. Like, and then last came in. Yeah, no, 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 last came in when the certain nights for George Connor allows you to open for George. That's what it was. That's what it was. Left, yes. last, last took yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. But yeah, we ended up, he called me. He's like, hey, we agreed on a raise. Like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to pay you guys well. I'll give you three bottles, like 20 comp drink tickets. We're like, Fuck yeah. And we get to promote the hottest new club and thing. Yeah. And the best, I've told this on the pod, remember, so I, I don't think you've heard this one, but the Thanksgiving Friday. Right. So all Toronto people go back home on the on the Thursday night, right? Because Friday's yeah. like a joke for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. everyone either goes home Thursday night or Friday right when they're done school. So the whole Toronto crowd's gone. So Ollie has all his London friends coming back to town. So I'm like, Ollie, like, yo, like, 
I don't got much coming in. Like, how are you guys? Bro, I'm slammed. Like, James, Ryan Marcin, I'm like, I don't even know Sunder James and Ryan Marciano are. Right. And I'm fucking, I'm talking so fast right now. I don't even care. You're, <laughs> like, you're like you're fired up back right now. The lights, man. Well, Daddy, I also <laughs> noticed you've turned my volume down or something. Because I'm way louder than this normally. It's not. It's I, I haven't changed the settings, right. but you are low. Sean's in the middle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You oh, are in the middle. You're okay. You're in the middle. You're, you're, the middle. Middle. you're oh, good. I was sitting there Something's tripping. wrong with Ricky. I'm like, fuck, man. All right, cool. So we end up, all he's like, I got to smash. like, all right, cool. So we get there. And I know nothing about Sunder James, Ryan Marciano. And they still, to this day, that was the best night I'd had at Cobra London because they fucking absolutely tore the roof, roof off. The off. Place. And then the best part is Ollie hosted an AP at, at his fucking uh, club plate. Hollywood. Yeah, and we man. all went back and it was Dude. just absolutely wild. Dude, nuts. Best night at Cobra. Ever. Insane. And like I felt that crew, which yeah, like half of them have already been on the yeah. pod. We That's literally like, you were the missing puzzles. Like, how did we not have we not had Sean on? Yeah, man. I mean, literally, we all went to that town. I mean, this is before I think the the DJ craze really broke. Like even like this, this is like this is right before right at the start. No, because do you know when it was? And w so you know we were the first ones to book Avicii. Like me and yeah. Alex were. At it was it, it was at Mansion. Mansion. Right, so I remember I, that. I didn't know we didn't know how to book a DJ. Like we just we're like okay, well, like Pooplin was kind of Pooplin was doing it and that we didn't we weren't boys with Pooplin yet. Okay, we knew Rashid was doing. It. Okay, these other people are doing it. How hard can it fucking be? I googled yeah. it. How to book Avicii? I got uh, Spin or whoever whatever agency he was with with that crazy yeah. manager. So yeah. then yeah, I just yeah, yeah. DM. I I didn't DM. I sent him a cold email. I'm like, hey, I want to book it. Like, what do I gotta do? Literally, it was something stupid like that. Like, okay. Um, su submit your your bid, and I'm like, I'm, what's the DJ cost? Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's five grand. Like, I I don't know. Like, yeah, five yeah, grand yeah. work for you. He's like, oh, we usually go with ten. I was like, oh, I, I can't afford that. Like, I got. They're like, okay, can we meet in the middle? I was like, yeah, seven grand works. So we paid seven grand. I kid you not. I made a spreadsheet for the event, like on our cost. I'm like, DJ seven grand. Ticket sales. We're gonna sell whatever five hundred or twenty bucks. I'm like, yeah, perfect. We're gonna sell. You know, we're gonna do. 500 tickets, 20 bucks. We're going to have 10 grand. Our DJ costs seven grand. We're going to make 1,500 bucks, me and Alex each. This is a great day. We're going to have so much fun. Fucking great day. Liddy, we didn't know travel. We didn't know the fucking, you got to pay <laughs> Like, we should have hotel, everything, the fucking rider, then printing tickets cost money. Like, all these other <laughs> things. Me and Alex made, I think, like 50 bucks each. And we, oh, literally, me and Alex sold 500 hard copy tickets. I think Tony Aiella sold like maybe 50 or something. Right, right, right. But yeah. we sold 500 hard copy tickets and sold the place out. And it was like, one of the craziest, wildest yeah. nights ever. Like the music cut out like four fucking times. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Because, like someone man. kept stepping on the cord in the corner, so it was a nightmare. But yeah, so we that was twenty two thousand and ten maybe, and then like then from that moment, at least for us, that's when we noticed like just yeah. blew. Up. It just blew up. Like, I remember man. Avicii got booked like the next year for like twenty grand. I'm like, what and I fuck? think it all it blew. Up. Like London was so instrumental in Canada in, in, sure. Canada, in blowing all of these like these it's, people and ink up. Too. Ink, ink was a big part of it. Like, ink, ink was, was huge. Doing, like, labor of love and shit. Oh like, man, they were doing decadence. their thing out here for for nobody will ever take away like the gov like oh, and all, everything that came from that. But I mean the the I suppose the college appreciation. Oh, London. And the, the culture. The, I think that the culture that was. That was brought into Canada. I think it really came from, like, honestly, I would say the mecca of college electronic music support and appreciation has to be one in Ontario. No question. It has and to be. And you know what? I, I will we'll get, say this. I think a close second should be, like, either the Kitchener Waterloo area or that Guelph area. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they threw some, like, like Rob Citrullo. I was going to do Dude, 100%. Citrullo did it. threw shit. some ragers, too. Man. Yeah. 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 And you know the best part is any DJ that got booked at one of them got booked at all four. All four. It was and a it was tour. Like, there was no, uh, what's the distance clause called? Um, it's like, like something, the, so like you can't go yeah. too close to you the can't next go venue. To this, like, it didn't matter because during school season, 
So, Dan, you, and you would have seen like the later half of this because you're a little bit. I guess I'm five years younger than you. Yeah, so you're kind of like when we were gone, you were oh, just shoot. starting. So yeah. what, you're 15 years younger than me. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Fuck. There <laughs> we go. Like that. No. no. <laughs> I was fucking around. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. Well, so, well, I was going like, to be a compliment. Well, end, but yeah. So <laughs> when they used to do it was like late, whatever labor of love was or whatever decadence, whatever the big show in Toronto was on a Saturday night, it'd be like Thursday was London. Or oh, sorry, it'd be, I guess, it's, yeah, they come to Toronto. Thursday was London, Friday was Guelph, Saturday was Toronto, Sunday was Kingston. Yeah. And then the, like, they move on to like Montreal. Yeah. But it's like now you don't you don't see that happen as much. No. It's like they play Toronto, or if you're not big enough to sell yeah. out Toronto, you'll play you'll play like Bud's Budweiser Gardens or yeah. something. Or you'll do one of these other events. Now it's like before it was it was crazy. Like I remember watching Alesso in three different cities like back to back to back to back day. Yeah. Like but that, that I think back then they were still <laughs> DJs instead of like massive stars yeah, like now they're different. stars now, yeah like, now it's changed and there's like, guys like crazy. you know like, oh, like i saw chain smokers in london yeah. actually like so for me it was gatsby's right yeah so yeah, it was yeah, like I, I don't yeah, know like yeah, yeah. rouge when it was rouge was, it was rouge when yeah, it was yeah. there but i saw there on a wednesday night it was chain smokers <sighs> was it before rouge it became something after gatsby's too no, I, I, I was only there. I remember when it was Rouge. Corey Whitman was yeah, running. Corey Whitman, yeah. Like you know, I mean, you again, never, look at look at the. So music, we never we never had Corey pod. on the pod. Actually, you got to get Corey we, on the pod. I mean, that's we, for we, sure. Originally, we were gonna do it during COVID, and something happened, and we never ended up doing them. I, you know what? I'm gonna actually reach out. next time he's in Toronto. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up. Again. Yeah, man. I mean, but what, okay, uh, so what were you saying? So you had Gatsby's. Well, no, Gatsby's is where I saw Chainsmokers. Like I remember, it's like a Wednesday night, but then also we also had like the start of like La Luxury. Because yeah, Andrew was playing at Seeps. Yeah. And and Joe used to mm. play Joe, Joe at Cobra London. Yeah. Joe used to play everywhere. So he, he, would, he would actually, you know, shout out Joe. He he used to sell the fuck out of a lot of our shows. Joe, out of all the local DJs, hands down, sold the most. Because he also did his radio shows. Yeah, too. man. He, I mean, man, dude, like, people wild. don't get how much those guys grinded. Like, Wait, they you know, fucking grinded. Everyone just sees, like, the body. Yeah. They see, body and yeah, arms. Yeah, they Nobody do. remembers, like, Joe's, Joe's been DJing. Yeah. More pre-body than post-body. Yeah, right? like, I mean, body came out in what 2015, so it's been out for eight years. Now. Yeah, so they've been they've been yeah. you know famous for eight years. But you remember, Joe was DJing when I got to Western. Yeah, so I got to Western in 08. Joe was already like, Joe keep the pace was a thing. Like it's just see, it's, he played it's crazy. everywhere too. It's crazy. It's just crazy to see like how many people and the connection like between the you have the music side like you know you got obviously like Corey, you got well, Luxury, you got all these guys. And With then Mark Russell, and then Mark Russell, you Mark have what he's doing. Now. You have nightlife too, though. I mean, you got whether it's you know Michael Kimmel or well, Maddie yeah, or Kirby. Kirby. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, Borno. Like, yeah, oh, I feel like I'm just fuck. shouting out all my all fucking the, boys. The <laughs> these guys are my best friends in the world. Man, but it's like, actually, but it's actually like that's why they're my best friends because yeah. we we've been in love with Man. this culture and, this and the scene music, forever. nightlife, entertainment. You know, and you know what? Ollie said something to me a while ago, and it's like. The friends we made, it's like it was hospitality. We made so many good friends. It's like we made the more friends than the nights that weren't busy nights. You know, the nights where you weren't slammed out through the door. Those were the nights where you became homies. Yeah, and man. After, like we had some nights at Up on Carlin that were that were dead. Yeah, that were dead. And me and Ollie fucking shook it. Do you know, you want to look wonderful, <laughs> Danny? And again, this is like a this is like a. Walk and now we're just, just now we're yeah we're just having a fucking right? moment right now. But, this is good for Danny. So we threw a party once at. At Up on Carlene. Right. And I forget what it was called. So wait, where was that? So Up on Carlene, do you remember where Laser Tag is? Remember Laser Tag? Like just off Richmond? Like past downtown? Like near Bud, uh, Budweiser Gardens or whatever that arena is called. 
Oh, so in London. Yeah, in London. Okay, so we're talking in yeah, London so right London. now. Like so near okay. Talbot Street. Yeah. Okay, okay, Off okay. Talbot. So well, I'm just thinking because everything got replaced by something. Yeah, yeah. The names, ev- the up venue up stayed the same, but everything got replaced time. by something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Up on Crown had the nicest patio too in London by far. Yeah. Just could never work because of the sound. And Anyways, so we threw a party and we're like, we're in the heart of like late November, early December, like heart of like starting winter, exam season's about to start. We're like, we got to throw a sick party. What are we going to do? We're like, okay, like promo bartender day i don't remember what it was called we had a, we had a catchy <laughs> name for it but all the promoters bartended so we all got our smart serves and we all bartended for an, for an hour so people come up to me like, yeah, i need like a whatever it's like no man you're gonna vodka soda or tequila soda that's it soda. like that's, that's, that's all it. we can make and they wouldn't even let us like ring up the tills or anything so we had our own bartenders with us but we just like it was <laughs> man it was wild it was wild the the theme parties we threw like tight and bright how many times have you been to a tight and bright party in london dude that's or what, the neon, what the, neon what, lights. No, what was the house? There was this house. The Sig House. No, the Sig House was fucking crazy. There was another house. <laughs> Eric Enriquez and eh, somebody else. Jeff they, Whale. I think Whale. Afrojack was there. Do you remember that three old... I, you know the house? Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember. Do you remember that crazy? Yeah. After the, after the show at London Music. Oh, yes. Dimitri Manuel. How did we not show do you know what, like, you know Dimitri? I love you because Dimitri <laughs> fucking listens to every episode. Eh? Oh, does he? Dimitri's probably like our top listener. I mean, man, there's there's just such a connection. We, so had, many people from there. I had an artist from London, Ontario on the pod, a, a rapper named King Cruff. Like, great dude. And we started talking. Just how we're talking right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Shout outs and shit. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, musical. I was like, you worked at musical? He's like, yeah. I was like, Dimitri, like the manual family in general is like one of the nicest families in not even in London, like ever. Yeah, no. 100%. And I'm like, we're like, shout out to Dimitri. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, the next time you see him, I'm like, don't. He'll text us. He listens. I released the episode. I kid you not. Like three hours later. Shit. He goes, man, appreciate the shout out. Yo, Cruff's a good dude. I was like, Dimitri, man, I fucking love you. That's Dimitri, it, man. These hats come in. I got you. I'm going to mail it to the, I'm going to mail it to the London Music Hall. London um, Music Hall too, back in the day, like the events that we threw there. Epic, man. I saw epic. so many DJs at London Music Hall. Okay, let's, let's go. Favorite shows in London. Ever, I'm you gonna be, be biased. Either even... one you went to, or that you were part of, or anything. So we'll start with Danny because she's the. No, 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 because right. I have to think right now. Okay, so Sean, <sighs> favorite o- show? Opening Thursday, Cobra One and Thomas Gold. Oh, <laughs> oh that's I I'm throwing have, that for no, London. I'm throwing that out there. Fuck, I wish I had the photos on my phone. You know, I've got all my posters framed, signed in my parents' basement. At my, at no my way. So I've got so I have my Vici one signed. I have Thomas Gold. Um, Afrojack wasn't Cobra London. I have. Above and beyond, I have dancing astronauts. I have Data Life. I'm like shit. one of the guys I think died in Data Life, which is why oh, like shit. really sick or something. So I have him. I've seen Data Life in London. Yeah, I have. Um, I've got about ten. I have my Cheval New Year's Eve one, like the bass of the brick yeah, 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 yeah. that they used to put at the front door. Yeah, I've got that. When I get to, next time I'm at my parents, I'm gonna take a picture. Of you you have to for sure. Every time I see it, I was like, I remember that party as well. Like, Thomas yeah. Gold was one of them. Sunder James it. Ryan Marciano. Crazy. I've got, I've got so many. So Thomas Gold's yours. Thomas, I guess that's because you owned the. Was that your first venue you owned? That was the first venue. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, and then I got. I actually. Wait, wait, so we'll go into those after. Yeah. That's a good, good question. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Danny, go. Favorite event in London history. It uh, mine. You can't even compare mine to what you guys are going to say okay, because so mine's just like a different thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, but that's our like my heat nights at London Music Hall. Okay, so what heat night? Out of it was our York. friend show. Okay, so what we basically got it? to rent it out. Us. I know, Danny. I've been <laughs> to the heat shows. I had friends on heat. Okay, so those are my so favorite nights. What, no, pick one. Pick <laughs> Third one. and fourth. Fourth year. Fourth year. I guess. But so. my favorite night at London Music Hall would have been Gorgon City. Oh, that's because I had a really good night. Oh, that's no, so your favorite great. was your dance. Most your... memorable was getting puked on at Dubs. 
disgusting is, from the wow. second balcony at the front literally looked up wait no. getting, yeah. out, getting out okay, let's hear the story yeah this do. sounds crazy halloween i'm like sitting what there venue? what a music hall oh this is when because we were there was only one level no, yeah no, two levels they two levels it, yeah. oh they put us a, a second level so there's a balcony shit. up top i'm there they with my friends that, standing yeah. and i literally get down get puked on night's over i my friend stayed sasha stayed sasha came from toronto to come visit me she stayed I was like, fuck this. I'm going home to shower. Of course. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was wearing these like contacts in my eyes too. Cause it was like Halloween. I was like some stupid zombie. And you got, she got puked on a stage. Yeah. That was her favorite DJ. That's oh, favorite wow. fucking DJ. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is not worth it for me, but whatever. It was fun. Okay. That's a good one. I've but just, you, I've gotten so kicked out a lot. Did you ever go to the heat shows? Did you have any no, the heat shows? I never did. You were friends with Carolyn Beaudry, weren't you? Yes, 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 yes. Carolyn Beaudry, that's why, I, so I was pretty close with Carolyn, too. And yeah. she dated J-Lock, too. She dated J-Lock, oh, yes, dated yes, yes, yes. That's why, did. I can't remember if it was before or after, but anyways, Carolyn Beaudry was a good friend, Nicole Grittani. You remember Nicole Grittani? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those girls, I, I was good friends with all of them, and yep. so we used to- I didn't know Nicole's on the dance team. Nicole was on it for four It was years. our dance team, and they got, they we had like a partnership with Maria Life. Okay, So they okay, let okay. us have our, sh- like, friend shows. Okay, cool. At Music Hall. Okay, cool. Derek, and then we like Derek Hugh. Yeah, right, Derek. Right, right. I remember Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. So we Derek. set us up it was like there in Barking Frog and then we'd have like the after parties. Of course, like yeah. the legend. <laughs> you know what I love about Kirk? He bought too? the whole town. I was yeah. literally just going to say he went Yo, from He bought the whole venue. town. He bought I feel like Kirk Kirk had like a moment where he went to the I don't want to say the dark side cuz Premier Life wasn't the dark side, but it was always like it was always like a bunch of us versus Premier Life, right? Like yeah, had Jim yeah, Balls, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I we think that like the club stuff, they were doing the college stuff and like we were going, I and remember. Then Kirk switched. I, I, yeah, I remember. Just fucking went dark, and he joined Premier Life. I'm like, we're all friends now. I remember. I was used to joke when I talked to Samir. I'd be like, it's kind of like Anchorman. Like when yeah. you go to London, like with the news teams. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. Like, Everybody repped like a certain side, yeah, and it's, it's like, like you're we, like, yo, I got this night, and it's like, yo, I got that night, and then everybody kind of just figured it yeah, out. Yeah, and like, everyone had their crowds too, right? Yeah, everyone had their like crowds. That college like cheap drink party crowd. We had the bottle service Toronto crowd. Like, yeah, you know. Well, you, we were same kind of crowds. Yeah, yeah, you we know, were. All had the London locals. So you know what's funny? Actually, Ollie kicked me out of London Music Hall once. How drunk were you? It was like fourth year. I was like pissed at my friends. I was like, "Hey, I'm leaving the bar." Went to go meet one of my friends at Music Hall. We're back in the green room. I like don't even know who was DJing. Right. Could not tell groupie. you. Was don't even know what happened. <laughs> I was a disaster. And then I come to Toronto and I see Ollie. He's like, "Yeah, I just kicked you out of Music Hall." I was like, "Yeah." I'm normal now. Shit. And now he it's knows like me now. And he's like, you're not fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, man. What a walk down memory lane. I would say mine, I, I'd i probably say I have two. So Avicii and Mansion, obviously, just because like, that was, yeah, the, that's first, yours, that yeah. was the first real event. We yeah, had yeah, yeah, of like, course. You know, and it's just like, it, yeah, anyways. Uh, the second one, Sunder James, Ryan Marciano at Cobra Epic. London. Epic. That, that was night, crazy. That was crazy. I remember me and Moretti were there. We're just like, man, we have no, literally, we brought six people that night. Yeah. And you know the best part about Maddie? And shout out to Maddie and everybody. That, I guess Cam was one of the managers there too. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter if we brought 100 people, if we brought five people, we brought 1,000, we always got paid. Maddie never. I think he like one day where like the, the night was like clearly dead. I think he like fucking cut us by a little bit. Other than that, there's like three <laughs> bottles or 20 drinks. Yeah, he, like, he's aces, man. Yeah, like fucking shout out. And Maddie had him on the pod too. Yeah. I actually saw him a couple weeks ago. But uh, so yeah, that Sunday James Ryan Marciano. Because I remember thinking, me and Moretti were like, should we just go back home? Like we don't have anybody. Like yeah. this night's gonna suck. And then we talked to Ollie, and Ollie's like, no man, I'm I'm rolling in heavy tonight. We're like, all right, Ollie, where's the pre? He's like, 
come to my and we me and Ollie never preed together because oh wow Ollie you had your London crowd and you had your crowd right and very rarely did we overlap because sure. well, we like we were boys but again our crowds weren't really friends because again we were in Toronto they were London yeah you know they overlap a bit but like and like Tony Aiello was that overlap crew like his crew, yeah, yeah I feel you okay but. We went to Ollie's pre, and Ollie's pre was like fifty fucking people. We're like, yeah, like, man. Where do these people come? That guy was like, that guy threw like Project yeah, X shit. Oh yeah, especially yeah, at that house. Yeah, and then we all went to Cobra, and Cobra was fucking slammed. And we're like, what the fuck? How is it slammed? So it's like the same Cobra like that would have been there when I was there. Yeah, there's only one Cobra in London. Yeah, no, I feel like it closed it, for it, a bit, it, and then it opened it back up. It lasted for four years. Which for London for a club in London is a lot. Yeah, I think it was like, four was years. Mansion, Mansion okay, no, four years, and it wouldn't have been. No, yeah, I think you missed it. So there, there was a Cobra year. London when I was yeah, there. It's, it's, oh, it's the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would have got there a year after I graduated. When I was in fourth year, it was year one. Oh, so I was probably there for, I think maybe it was my last year. Or, yeah. or it was first year and second year. Yeah. yeah. Or just first year. Yeah. Did yeah. the place have a bunch of skulls? Yeah. yeah it okay, looked exactly yeah. like Cobra Trump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I just it. remember like one of the promoting companies that I had an affiliation with did a night there. Right, right, <laughs> Which right. company was that? AOTC. Uh, they came in after us. Was that Dito yeah. Nato's thing? No, no, no. That was uh, Exemption. 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 Right. This is the next gen. No, no. These yeah, were like I think this is when, two uh, random guys. Yeah, I remember AOTC. On what was what this happened side. on the top of the crowd? I couldn't even tell you. It was Something like Aaron like and Something Bray. Like that. I don't even remember yeah. really. So That's long. crazy. It was just like one night there and I was like, okay. Um, okay, so after you got back or I guess uh, what was after Cobra for you? Oh, man. Fuck, so after good, Cobra, Cobra was a whirlwind. Then we had Cobra Toronto. Um, then, you know, obviously the game changed and, uh, you know, we ended up, uh, you know, I opened up a couple of Greek spots with Maddie. Yes. We gave a shot at Mr. that. Greek. No, not Mr. Greek. It's, it all like, Greek, it's all Greek, you know, and then that was just a, for, I mean, listen, just like Maddie's got a million projects. I mean, if you like, he's the best ever because he's always been the hardest working guy in the room and he just has elevated the city. And that's what I really wanted to serve. I love nostalgia. I could sit here and talk to you for 10 hours about <laughs> I feel like this past. is going to be a long podcast. Like, we're, yeah. you know, like we're going for it. Because it's, you know, it's, it's such a connection. Yeah. And like, it's not it like really we have is. an agenda. It's like, this literally, we were just saying, hey, okay, wherever yeah. it goes, wherever it goes. Yeah. And we always say this, and George actually used to always say this, like, the episodes we do with our friends are always the most real. Right. And you try, and that's why we always mix in the episodes with our friends with, like, musicians, because then it, it helps us get to, like, I'm not saying these are like practice episodes, but yeah. these genuine connections you have yeah. with your genuine friends, like you hope to have those with people with you people don't, we don't know. But you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually thankful Ricky's feeling better because if this podcast was last week when he was miserable, he would have canceled. Oh, canceled. Right, right. Or you would have come and it would have been like a strict 45 minute to an right. hour episode. Yeah. You're out of here. There you go, man. So, mean, you know what? Everything's meant to me. Yeah. That's my guy. That's, That's my guy. Okay, okay. So you did that. It's all Greek stuff. So then we did that. And you know what? Then I was, uh, I think I was like 27, 28. And uh, so a couple years ago, right? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, you know, kind of figuring it out. Nightlife had kind of taken a tumble for me at the time. And uh, again, I feel like it's a, I feel like DJ fucking Khaled because I keep shouting people out, but that's just, <laughs> that's just how our shit was. Like at the, at the time, I was DJ in the city with uh, my boy Evan Christensen, you know, uh, and his family was in real estate and, uh, you know, he, he, I think we were in Miami at like a WMC and like, you know, he was just like, man, you should give it a shot. And I'm like, all right. Like, real estate a shot. Real estate a shot. He's like, he got a network, you know, let's do that. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I do the courses, you know, join his team, uh, you know, stay there for a while, like grinded it out. Um, took a while to hit my first deal. And then it kind of just, it kind of rolled. Like that prediction was correct. You know, I mean, nightlife, you know, for as fucked up as people think it makes you, 
it can also fucking make you because it can give you access to so many people at their happiest and most open moments and you can build connections with strangers a lot easier than you can when that's your intention like when you're like yo i gotta go you know expand my rolodex well it's like all right cool like you know i'm gonna go to the gym and meet people there or i'm gonna cold call if you're a realtor it's like you're gonna hit a phone are you gonna meet someone at like going for coffee better than you're gonna meet someone drunk at a club no you're not i I, you know you're gonna meet you're gonna have that more genuine conversation when you actually are your more more relaxed self yeah i I agree it just so happens with that industry you're more relaxed at night when you have a few drinks yeah you're gonna build those real relationships that's it like i always say like you know say listen it's a sales-based business you're not special like a realtor like is a very it's a generic position the barrier of entry is so low you know it's just a couple courses but it's all about, you know, there's like 100,000 agents or 80,000 and like all the stats, like, you know, a million. How many realtors do you know? Fucking million, yeah. right? And ultimately, it's like, it's always like clients always work with their friends. It's like, it's a very simple basis, like business, sorry. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's there's the old school way of doing things and, you know, you know picking up the, the, the phone book and calling random. Uh, the the mail-in flyers that you get. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not that kind of agent, so I'm not knocking it, but, like, I also know a million fucking agents. Like, and it's such a generic position, but it's, it's almost always I find this, the a lot of the successful ones, it's all about nurturing relationships, and those come from friendships. 100%. They come from friendships. When, when you were talking, when you said earlier, I, I literally looked at the time stamp, the 30-minute mark. Because that's a f- one of the clips. And you're just like, you're meeting people at your happiest. And like, as much as people knock nightlife, because yeah. so many people, it's so easy to knock promoters. Yeah. And like, let's yeah. call, let's, you can call them event curators. You can call them event hosts. You can call them VIP, whatever you want to call them. At the end, they promoters. People knock them all the time. And it's easy. To, oh, it's like, oh, that guy's 30 years old and promoted. It's like, he's not just promoting. Most of them now get it. They're building their business. They're 100%. building their network. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you have the biggest fucking network ever. People need you to get somewhere. Yeah. So on a Friday, Saturday night, they need you. Yeah. And yeah. they really need you. Yeah. And then when you pull through for them and you get them into Lost and Found when fucking Drake's there or you get them into sure, whatever yeah. party when it's like slam, they don't forget that. Yeah. And they're, and most people, majority of the time, are very like appreciative and thankful. For sure. So for they sure. remember, it's like, oh yeah, Sean Jackson, he got me into that, that, that. He always took me up. Great guy. Right. Oh, now they know you're doing real estate. It's like, okay, well, fuck it. I can go with my mom and dad's guy, or I can go with like my third cousin, or you know what, Sean, Sean lives, he lives downtown. Yeah. Blah, blah. And like, even for me, Kia, like, Kia's my realtor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Good homie. Yeah, Kia. good homie. Like, I got so many other people that are realtors, but <laughs> yeah. Kia's like, you know what, I party with Kia all the time. Yeah. Like, we we have a lot of mutual friends. He yeah. lives, he lived one of the buildings I was kind of looking at. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, Kia. Let's do Let's this. Let's do it. Like, right? you feel comfortable. Yeah, and it's just like, it, it, again, from nightlife. Yeah. That's how you meet people. And it's I'd just pick so- Sean over Kia. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Don't worry, that has nothing to do with 75 Portland. Kia, we had, yeah, Kia, we had on the pod too, I think. Kia's my Kia. dog, no, man. No. I, not with me. We've had Kia on the pod. I don't think we've had Kia on. No? I don't no, remember seeing his picture. We we definitely had Kia. Well, like, guess what? We're not having the, him on now, and he the, knows why. One of the OG episodes. You should have Kia on, but at Ruby Soho, because he loves that place. Yeah. He so loves So one it. thing, so not having the studio, and we're going to get back to all the real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having worry. the studio has been fun because it gives us places to go. Oh, wow. So we, yeah, we record definitely. here because, then again, we have the hearts, and, like, it's nice. Yeah. The comfort of your own home is nice with friends. But, you know, Dear Lady, we record at pretty yeah. often. Shout out Ollie, obviously. And that, that space is amazing. 
but it's also like, okay, like we're, we might be doing dubs this weekend. So it's like, okay, guys, you want to do it. I think the time slots between 7 and 10 p.m. on Sunday. Okay, we okay. Can't, can't really do Dear Lady because parlor's going to be a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so where the fuck are we going? I'm like, right. boys, just like confirm it. I'll find a space or you tell me a space that you want to record it and we'll figure if it out. If it's at 8 p.m., I'm coming back for it. Yeah, it'll be in, it's between the shows. So they're playing at Cabana during the day and I think at night they're playing at Rebel. Right. So it'll pro- likely be between the shows. So I just got to figure out where. Anyway. So is this, this like, how, how do, like, what is this for you? Like, I feel like, because it's so important. Like, it's so cool that you you put this effort to create this thing and you connect all these people through content and visualization, yeah. but you like going back to our roots and we're like, okay, you know, like you came from nightlife once upon a time. Right. And, and is this now like, is it a creative out, outlet for you? Like, is this, so it's two things. So right. it's not so much about the creative outlet anymore. Cause now I do TikTok, right? I do the social okay. media, I do the gotcha. content creation bullshit, whatever you want to call it. Right, so like, right. I don't need this for that. But you know what this goes back to? What was one of the things you loved? Actually, maybe maybe this is a rhetorical question. I'll answer. But what was one thing I loved <laughs> about hosting events and, and being the promoter was right. meeting new people. Right. Meeting cool people, doing fun shit with new people. And everyone else said, don't you get bored of going to the same place every week? It's like, no, because every week I'm meeting new people and I'm doing, I might be at the same place doing the same shit, yeah. but with different people. That's, and every people week miss like, that. You people know, miss like, that. You meet a new group of guys that end up going off and having the crazy, but next thing you know, Justin Bieber's at Lost and Found, like lip singing on the mic. Next right, you know, right, right. You meet the fucking love of your life. They're like, there's, <laughs> always, there's always so many different things happening. So this to me now is all about meeting cool people. Okay, right. but it all, it all started off though with yeah, him so. and George needing a way to like yeah, actually commit and hang out and see each other once a week. And oh, be so friends. this was like based on like bros. On friendship, so on bros. Okay, meeting cool. new people let's do yeah. something cool together right it wasn't even about meeting new people originally yeah but like let's yeah. do something together with a purpose and so we can hang out it was a new year's resolution oh, oh wow we that's florida. amazing though 2019 we we're in florida and we're talking about new year's resolutions me him and my ex right and i was like oh I, like one of my new year's resolutions, i wanted to try something new i yeah. wanted to try something new that would take me the year like, yeah whether it's playing uh, to be honest it was going to be playing instrument that was like my backup <laughs> 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 i was gonna learn an instrument sick um so or like try something new. Yeah. George used to vlog, right? And like George was just getting into podcasting. I can't remember if it was my idea or his idea. We're like, oh, what about a podcast? We're like, right. fuck yeah, let's do it. We'll do one a week, fifty-two weeks. Right. By the end of fifty-two weeks, we don't like it, we stop. If we like it, we keep going. And I think after like Jonathan Osario was our fifth episode or sixth. Holy episode. shit! Okay. You know he's like a like a Canadian soccer. But then you guys had like Donovan Bailey, yeah, Penny Alonso, yeah, yeah, all of the first they, they like year. Killed it. We ended and up just taking off, it. and it was a lot of fun. And during COVID, it was really good for us because real media outlets couldn't do anything in person. So right. Like CBC couldn't do anything in person. It was all virtual. Well, yeah, yeah. We weren't a reading me- real media outlet, but all these Olympians weren't training anymore because they couldn't, and they have to do something. So we were. Yeah. Doing, we did Penny Alexiak and Donovan Bailey, two like Olympic legends. Yeah. In our first like six months of the podcast, so that's what it started off as, and then <clears throat> that's where even me and George start to see a little bit of differences on them because he still wanted to do it like we're doing the podcast for us, and you know we have to have the right intentions. And for him, it was about having fun conversations with friends. Sure. And he was like, for me, it was like, okay, but I still want to meet new people. Yeah. I want to like. If we're doing this just to do with our friends, yeah. and if that's all it is, yeah. let's just turn off the mics and just meet with our friends once a week and, right. just, and shoot the shit. Because I always said to him, I was like, I have more fun chatting with you like and our friends off air. Because, again, we can say whatever we yeah, want. There's yeah, certain yeah, things course. you can't say. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, been yeah. so many episodes with close friends that we've had to like not release. Yeah. Because it's oh, just like, wow. Right, right, it's either like a, like a trash episode or, or it's just sure. like, you know, someone too says outside. stupid or we get too drunk or you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And George would censor himself, especially after cast. Like, when he came back, started working his family business. He would, I would see him censor himself at times because, again, there's certain things you can't say. But yeah, of course. Right, so 
towards the end, we started to not see differences, but again, we, we wanted different things out of it. And now for me, it's strictly, I do the content stuff on the side. I don't, this isn't, this doesn't fulfill that creative space for me. Got you. This is that I want to connect with old friends. Yeah. See, see what people are doing. Yeah. Meet new friends, connect with new people. And yeah. You know, we now to, you're stuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we had banks and ranks on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. They're, Shit, they're yeah. Producers like they wanted Junos. We went to Montreal for F1. We ended up meeting up with them and partying with one of them. Right. You know, till wee hours in the morning. Shit, we had, we yeah. had a blast. Yeah. You know, one of the girls we had on, Bree uh, Rev, she wanted Juno too. Yeah. Me and her, her became really close friends. Yeah. And she's like an amazing person. Who else did did we have that like we've? Hung well, out I just with? like I wasn't here for 12 a.m. But you still talked to them. Oh, 12 right. a.m. Like another yeah. singer songwriter. Bruce, like, me and him FaceTime, like, once a week. So there's all... Oh, Devo, Devontae Smith-Pelly. Yeah. We had Devontae Smith-Pelly, a hockey player. We were in Montreal. He was there. We are like, yo, yeah. you coming here? He's like, boom. He, like, got us into, like, the coolest party. Me and Ricky we, were like, we had no right. chance of getting into it. Oh, shit, Maddie there you couldn't go. even get us in. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bro, you got to text... Ask for this person if he can't get you in, like, your SOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maddie couldn't even get us in. And Devo just... He's like, yeah, I know the guy who owns the parking lot. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, man, don't worry. Like, I got this. We get there. It was a party in a parking lot. Yeah. Oh shit! Peel potted. Peel potted. Okay, okay, so gotcha. It was, it's like literally a tent over a parking lot, yeah, and yeah. it's like everyone's having such a good time. We knew so many people in there. Yeah. Me and Ricky are losers outside literally. in the rain. <laughs> literally like gross literally. after the race. Everybody's been there. We all, yeah. we all, been everybody's there. been there. And yeah, and then Devo comes and gets us in, and that's to me. And I'm talking a mile a minute right now. I'm going so fucking fast, but it's because we're having fun. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's about meeting cool people, making these connections, make building the network. Yeah, yeah. Building these relationships. Yeah. Like it goes back to what's in our blood. Like we love to chat with people, love yeah. to make friends, meet people. Like yeah, and it, not even help people because that's what promoting was. Like you're helping people. Yeah, we got paid to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, we help people. Like we help people. Yeah, have I think fun. we. I think we push the nice culture. Like I feel oh. like this is. A, I think you're like. I think honestly, like I think that trip down memory lane is cool, and I think hopefully some people find it interesting because oh, fuck yeah, it, there was an insane amount of shoutouts there because there was. <laughs> but all those people are fucking epic, and they're epic because they continue to push the envelope. They really do. If you all the names we we name, we name them because like they didn't just. It was never just like. You know, 3 a.m., the lights are off. It's like, look where we, look what those people did. Like, whether it was opening one club, you know, and, and turning it into 10, or whether it was, you know, uh, running a Thursday night and, and opening up a fucking, you know, a, a cultural avenue, like, you know, that takes advantage of the new technological fields, like yep. content creation and yep. all, you know what I mean? Like, and, and look what we didn't know anything about these things 10 years we, ago. Everybody we met during that, that era, like everybody's doing cool shit now. Like, Everyone's look, doing look, cool we, shit. We talk about Kirk. Kirk's literally bought half of London. Yeah. Like, like the manuals are, are, that venue is still the top, like yeah. producing music venue yeah. in, in London. You talk about guys like Ollie. Ollie's got part Man, of I mean, later, like, it's insane what he's been able to yeah, do. Yeah. Like all Greenwood Stakes. Like, yeah. You think about, I, actually, Rashid is one person I, I haven't really connected with in probably a couple of years. But even last time I saw him, it was yeah. just like, you know, you hit it off like you, you didn't miss a beat. Like, bro, yeah, it's like, family like, always, yeah, right? Like, but I think I, Mark Russell too. Like, I talked to Mark Russell. Yeah, once I mean, a month what probably. he did, like that's what, what he, where he's what he's doing at Live Nation. I was just yeah like, with um, yeah. Why am I going blank on the venue? The one in the East End. History. History. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what he's doing there is yeah. remarkable. Like, remar- It's changing. It's changing music in Toronto right now. With like. I think they did 200 shows in their first year or something. Yeah, it was cra- and crazy lineups and just like yeah, just Ed sure they had Ed you know like weeks, so like it's wild. And I know I guess in speaking with that, you know, I mean there's such an importance to I mean, I feel like everybody's such a proponent of culture. I guess like for all the experiences you have and all the people, you talk to so many people like and you live in the city, you know, and you've lived in this place for a while. And you're connected socially. You're interconnected to all these places. Where, where do you feel 
the the culture is right now like whether it's nightlife or arts or entertainment like where are we at post-covid you know we got the generational gaps going with the z's and the y's and the boomers and the boomers and all that you got all the sex shit you got the politics you know where are we at right like where where because i feel like yeah we're homies but it's like like you're one of the guys like it's like it's like yo like you know what's up you know what i'm saying like and just like all the guys you mentioned, like they all know what's up. But it's like, so where do you feel we're at, we're at? Like, if that makes any sense. No, I I agree. Do you know what? Now now is that interesting. So COVID was that COVID period was fucked. Like everyone was basically like I felt like we were in a different decade. Yeah, that, COVID. that like was two, weird. Two years of COVID. But you know what? I feel like post COVID, I feel like everybody, and and I mean everybody, is really living right now. Yeah. Like, and I know that's not like where's that doesn't answer your question, but I believe that everybody that came out of COVID, either you know if they went through a hard time during COVID, they came yeah. out you know stronger than ever now because you know tough times don't last, tough people do. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Or the people that really you know started something new during COVID and switched careers and transitioned into new things are thriving in their new thing. So I really feel that people are living now. Everybody I talked to recently, maybe it's because, oh, that's really loud. Sorry, I was so hot. I had, no, no, we're not closing okay. it. I'm fucking <laughs> It's because you're wearing a fucking sweater. Okay, but like it was like. 25 degrees outside. It my is con- hot though. My condo's like freezing. And right, like I come right, here right. and I'm like literally sweating my ass off. So the um, with COVID, I feel like everyone now that is just literally living. Yeah. And it's, man, it's, it's wild. And everybody's having a good time. Everybody's taking advantage of every situation they're currently in. Yeah. I just like feel like people have either changed directions or even if they're in the similar direction, they're happier now than they were before. Okay. Because I think you're appreciating things more. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're doing something like, even if you're doing similar things, but if you are, I feel like a lot of people are doing new things or in a new stage of their life that they didn't think they would be maybe as quickly. Yeah. 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 I I think COVID like, like made things a bit faster, sped things up for people. But I just think people are genuinely overall more happy in what they're doing now. I think more appreciative too. Yeah. Yeah, because we know that it could get taken away. That, in five happened, seconds. What happened was fucked. Like, it was you know, crazy. Like, we we like, don't talk about it on the pod too yeah. often just because like, it's such a like, bad Yeah, I mean, for sure. But what ha- Like the world shut down and like think about what But like I appreciate now. what ha- Like I oh. never thought at that age I was going to like slow down. I was 24 when it right. started. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like this is right. supposed to be like the best years of my life. Yeah. And then everything just kind of like shut. But then it came out of it. And I'm like, wow, I'm so happy. Things got better. How was COVID for you? I guess because like, especially with real estate Honestly, too, it was fucking epic. It was the I, most I, successful like, two years. <laughs> like not to make it about myself, but honestly, I mean, all real. It was fucked up because, you know, it hit. I remember when everybody got the first like announcement, like you got to stay indoors. We were all freaked out because we thought it was like the movie Outbreak or something, right? <laughs> But then, like, you know, slowly, slowly, like, after, like, the underground parties and shit, everybody everybody got sick once in a weird way. Like, it got to a point, I think, like, two months later where, you know, people fucking just started buying condos. And they started fucking trading in real estate. And and then summer came. Because I think it was, like, March when it, it March happened. March 13th or 14th. There you go. No, a lot. It was right after St. Patrick's Day. So March it was 20th. March 13th was the official announcement. Right. I think. And then March 17th, everything like completely shut, down. shut right. down. It's like not to perpetuate like whatever, you know, the, I'm sure there's people who are like, ah, the elitist, you know, like they all made all the money. But somebody was making fucking money during COVID. I think a lot of people were. And at least like, you know, I was, 
you know, lucky enough. I mean, it, to me, it would always be one of the best memories of my life. I basically, like, shout out, you know, Sean Brooks and Kirby because we just got up and we're like, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, all my venues are closed. I'm like, well, I can work remotely now. So I'm selling condos on my laptop, like, from the beach. So Yeah, because you couldn't see p- people in person. Yeah. Everything had to be so virtual. For the first time ever, I mean, it's not like that anymore. Like, now, like, I'm just, you know, beating the pavement every day. But we just fucked off like we just moved to fucking tulum yeah i mean the tulum guys were a little before <laughs> i was still trying to work here before then like i remember jaylock and everybody keo went for months like oh, yeah. and like we all went to miami because miami was like the miami spot was, was bumping bumping it's also then, florida they had no rules yeah and we just kind of like dude we kind of went from we started in miami and then we went to bahamas and then we we're like yo Kirby's like, man, I just seen this sick place in uh, Cancun. So all the rates were really low, the hotel rates. So a couple of us like moved into this all-inclusive hotel in Cancun and stayed there. So this is like mid-Jan, and now we're basing out of Cancun. Cancun's like our office. Like I'm getting mail there. Like I lost my Amex. They're like sending me. They're like, where are you at, senor? I'm like, right here. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, like the best is like, you're not at an Airbnb. Yeah. You're at an all-inclusive resort. All- in- so everything is, dude, I'm not, we're not spending any money on the day-to-day. So all I'm doing is trying to make money in the day and then drinking my Can face Can I just ask you a question? Did you pay like weekly or like how was? We paid, I believe like- we paid weekly. I got to ask my boy because he was like, he masterminded the whole thing. Like Kirby got it locked <laughs> and then like did you get a deal for like staying dude, we there for did. so long we really did like we were just we were it was be- like buy three rooms get a fourth free man, for like, three weeks and we based there so we we based there and we would we would continue to like fly into the states like as and when so like i remember like it was like february and carbone just opened up in miami yeah so we're sitting there like everybody loves carbone of course and like i'm sitting there like you know what I mean? Drunk and like I look at Kirby. I'm like, we should try to go. So we like obviously everybody hits up the Rolodex. Like who can who can we get a rezzo from? And you know I mean I I failed. I dropped the ball. Brooks failed. And then Kirby's like, yo, I got us a table eight o'clock. I'm like, all right, let's book the flight. <laughs> so so we literally like I don't know who we thought we were, but like the flights were so damn yeah, cheap. That, Brooks is so funny too. We should <laughs> have Brooks on the pod. You should have Brooks on the pod Bro- for Brooks sure. Brooks is still mad at me that I'm not drafting him for my pickleball team. Oh man, we gotta talk about that we'll after talk, too. We'll talk about that after. But yeah, long story short, man, we ended up you know so we you know we fly into Miami and then uh, we became like brothers as to like for real for real. So. At the time, I was like, man, I'm trying to get out to L.A. to go see some friends. And, like, I've really just been partying for three months. I'm just going to go to L.A. So I'm like, I go to L.A. And then these guys are in uh, in Miami. And I think Brooks is in fucking Mexico still. And then throughout the course of it, he's dating some girl. That doesn't work out. Kirby just has too much in, my, too much in Miami, which is too crazy. And they both come to L.A. Like, but like we didn't really know that that was gonna happen so like i remember walking downstairs from my hotel and brooks is like yo where you at i'm like what do you mean i'm like i'm at uh, i'm at the 60 i'm in beverly hills he's like yeah i'll be you there you don't I'll say be, no holiday in yeah I'll be, I'll be there <laughs> man i was just like I'm, he's like i'll be there in 10 minutes i'm like what he's like yeah like you know it was, it was like the three musketeers and we just kept bouncing around around um we stayed in la for a bit and then honestly we uh, we all got drugged we got drugged in Koreatown one night. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Koreatown. Koreatown, right? What a vibe, but we all Sick. got drugged. I went to a karaoke bar, found out it was a brothel underneath. Yes, I think we probably went to the same place. Because I didn't know it was my birthday. It was August 2021. And like, 
LA was weird during COVID. It was very it was like weird. Canada and like Toronto. It was very in like In the that. sense that like it was August 2021. We could fly. Yeah. But masks everywhere. People like places shut down at 12. Like, yeah. like, like bars weren't open late. Like very different. Still had a blast. Yeah. So we're like, hey, we went to a Dodgers game. We're like, hey, like let's do something fun. It's my birthday. Go to karaoke. Invite some guys with us. They're like, you guys know it's a brothel underneath. We're like three girls, like drunk out of our minds, like had no clue about anything. We're like, hey, can someone take us home? I but mean, just craziness. So actually from that point on, we ended up flying back to Mexico and stay there for two more months at this all inclusive. So now we're into like April. So at April, I'm like, man, I'm like, this is getting crazy now. My mom's like, where the fuck are you? Like, you left in December. But that's the best thing. Your mom's <laughs> like, calling. It's like, oh, like, by the way, like, you want, are you coming home for dinner? So like, mom, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gone, like, man. <laughs> and, uh, we ended it off. I'm like, bro, I got to get back to work. Um, and I ended up finding New York for a little bit. And then I had to do the uh, the rite of passage, which at the time meant walking the border from Buffalo to Niagara Falls. Because that was how you crossed without with avoiding like all the COVID bullshit, kind of. Without the quarantine and stuff, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Something with the land borders, I don't remember <laughs> yeah. now. So did that, and then you know that was that was kind of it, and then you know summer was here, and summers were lit during COVID. I oh mean, my God. Oh, I had park? so much fun I in the summers here. I didn't hang out at a park once my entire life. Yeah, like tell me about your guys. What did you guys get up well, to? I always say, and I, I feel so bad because I know people lost loved ones, people lost yeah. their businesses, yeah, yeah, lives, and you know, like my heart goes out to them. But COVID was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right. So I I just moved into this place a year before. Me and my ex had broken up right before COVID. Yeah. I moved back in with my parents and I would come down here once a week just to check in on the place. Yeah. And then you're like, you hang out with your friends and you're like DB or like one of my George would come over. Like we would do little things together like once a week. And that was how we saw people just like two or three of us. But you know, we, the podcast took off during COVID again. Yeah. Like, I remember it was popping again. Nobody could do anything. Like again, media, re real media outlets couldn't do podcasts. They couldn't do sure. interviews in person. They were all doing virtual shit and nobody enjoys it. Then we started an app. Me and my best friend started an app. I became closer with my family than ever because I was hanging out with them with nothing else to do. Like me and my dad would wake up because we were in construction, so we're still mandatory. Yeah. But we can't go in office and we still need to work. So we basically all went to the office, grabbed our shit, and me and my dad set up shop on our kitchen table. So we got like an eight-person dining room, kitchen table, whatever. He's on the head of the table. I'm off to the side. We're working. Elaine's like cooking up <laughs> fucking banana bread, carrot cake. <laughs> any TikTok trends. Yeah, any new TikTok right. trends. She's, she's on it. Up. So she's there. We're all chatting. Like, again, we're all working, but you're you're busy, but you're not busy because you're kind of at home. So like, yeah. we're not working. But I think everyone, home. everything slowed down during yeah. COVID too. Just like so there's we, delays. We had a home gym. So like me and my mom are working out every day. We're crushing every fucking TV show that came out Tiger King fucking this that like heavy movie marathons just right. and then again it was March so the weather turned fairly quickly like by April was right so we're going for walks every day because that was what you had to do for mental health You're yeah it was the walk, walking right? yeah yeah so yeah yeah walks and we just had a really really good time and then again, when everything opened up, we started. I started traveling more than ever. Like we, I remember our, you were we always, you were always on the trip. 20, uh, in 2022, so the app ended. We we shut down the app, and this is when like board everything's open. You still have to wear a mask, but I think in 2022 I went on like 15, 16 different vacations. Yeah, I felt a lot of, like a lot that. of weekend benders. Yeah. We went to Europe, but I took advantage of it because hey, we didn't travel for like two fucking years. Yeah. Like, I got I had half a million Amex points. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. I think we went away like once a month for six months together alone. Yeah, me like too. just weekend trips. Right. Yeah. Just you being just like, bounce. we're getting out of here. Yeah. So I, That's I hate, sick. I hate saying it. COVID was one of the best things ever. Yeah. Happened. I mean, like even now you come out on the other end of it, like our our business, like my day job construction. Right. It's like we 
we did well during it because we were essential. Yeah, we yeah. we we lost a couple contracts because the jobs got canceled because yeah, we had a, a courthouse, right. for example. We had a courthouse that was a good-sized job for us. Got put on hold because of COVID. Then during COVID, all the proceedings went virtual, so they just never built the courthouse now because Holy shit. a lot of things went virtual. Right, right, right. So we lost out. On, but again, that's a minor negative. Like We went digital way faster than we would have because we were forced to go digital. Right. We've got everything so on the blessing cloud. Blessing disguise, yeah, actually. Like cloud. you evolved. There was so exact because we were forced to. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and there was like no real, gro- like no real growing pains, right? You know, we right. lose a lot of money doing this stuff. It's like, okay, hey, we had to do it. We did it. Here we are. Right. So that's me, Danny. What about you? Got okay. laid off. Had a breakup. Got a new job. Met a new best friend. Moved home. Shit. Met a new best friend. And things are good. Yeah. I like actually like there was a moment like so I lived two months alone at the Bisha. Okay. My sister like stayed at home. I was there by myself. Daniel's having fucking COVID parties for sure. Yeah. Um, at the beach. So you were you were either at them or hosting. No. Them. So you know what? Two. I had some friends that came to say goodbye. Like when like my condo was going, I'm like, hey, what am I gonna do? Sit here alone for like the next year? Like it's, right. it's a waste. And I live with my sister. She was living at home. Okay. I was like, my parents have a gorgeous house. Let me just go home for the year. Well, we'll see what happens. So like, April 30th came along. It was like basically a month and a half. Right. And I was alone there. I'm like losing my mind too. Because my ex at the time wouldn't let me go over to the house because his roommate was nuts. Oh, shit. I was only allowed to go over when he was asleep. Uh, and like, oh. like, it was like really scat. Oh, yeah, it was just crazy. It was not okay. You snuck into your boyfriend's condo? Right. Crazy. Um, at the Bisha. No, no, no. No, this is I'm, not the Bisha. This is not the Bisha. <laughs> so then like I'm, at, like, I'm there. I had like a couple friends come in. And then when I was leaving the place, my friends threw a party. But like they came outside. And then I was like, hey, just come upstairs. Like, who cares? Like, we're all friends. Like, yeah. we're all fine didn't care everyone comes up we're now we're moving out and my security's like oh your sister had people over told on me my whole family gets pissed at me they're like up in arms of being like oh my god you had people over blah 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 i'm like well you saw on instagram like i didn't hide it yeah but i actually like i, I it forced me to slow down i'm okay. like a very go-go person right i switched careers yeah and it's yeah. probably one of like the best things that's happened did i love what i did before yes yeah appreciate everything i did yeah. but i'm also happy where i am now and yeah things are good and 2022 is a good year for you guys unreal it was unreal. honestly yeah one wow. of my favorite years it's other than 2016 because that was a good yeah, year. yeah 20 like literally I, I was saying this the other day so last week I had, a bad week. One? Yeah. I had a bad week last you. week i was right i uh, i pulled um i pulled my hamstring so i was like really shit you don't realize how much an injury like affects like everything about your body. No, right. like the worst version of and himself was. I'm him. do, well, I'm doing an Ironman, but so. he's so serious. Yeah, like yeah, this so guy's, he's a fucking athlete. So like, I'm doing an Ironman. Oh, so boosting You know why and though? Race to the you, you know why I'm doing that? Because I act. This is legitimate awe. Because I fucking ran a half marathon that nobody thought I could do. So now I respect the guys okay, who do the crazy. I'm shit. not sitting here running a marathon or doing any of that. Okay. You ain't shit. No, I ain't doing any of that. You know, like, but for someone so positive, and like, we talk every day, we're best friends. Okay, I had so many birthdays, so many nights out, yeah, so many things to say. <laughs> and I was like, anything I said, yeah, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, right. ignore, ignore, ignore. So, what when I'm having a bad day? Oh, you're such a bad mood, like, why are you being yeah. like this? Yesterday, I, oh, I you're being you, miserable right now. I'm gonna give hang you up. Space, I give you your space, yeah, but sometimes you just like. 
<laughs> so, so, don't like so it. Here's, here's the reason I was in a really bad mood. Right. I'll get back to 2020. And he, yeah, and he, yeah, he buzzed yeah. his head because Actually, he was in such a bad mood. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It looks good, though. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Either. No, man. So I'll, I'll tell the story. So I, I, I'm doing this Ironman, and in eight, I started training in March. And I was having a good month. I started. I went to Vegas for seven. I went to LA for three days, Vegas for seven days. So I fucked yeah. with things. Yeah. I came back. I was getting good. Weather was shit. I'm working out. April, rain, cold, working out. Doing great. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking yeah. crush it. Like a week of the fun. The Ironman like, remind me is what? It's for swimming. So it's a biking. Two, so it's a half Ironman. So it's two kilometer swim, ninety uh-uh. kilometer bike, twenty one kilometer run. Fuck. All three. Holy shit. Any one of those individually, I could easily like. Yeah. Right. 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 Three together, it, it's a little worrisome. So I started training March. I'm doing all right. April, I'm doing good. I'm down like seven pounds. I'm feeling good. May, we had a really nice week. It was the last week of April, first week of May. It was like five days in a row of really nice weather. Right. I think I boosted four of those five days. Like, and I'm not talking like casually drinking like you are right now. Like, no, I was like at locals, shots right. for the table. Let's go to Ruby, see ya parlor upstairs to right. do lady. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking. You're drinking like Sean Brooks. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's when me and Sean became even closer. There you go. <laughs> okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah, he'll never see this. He doesn't yeah. have any uh, any no social media. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was break, boozing, and then May was just like a bad month. I pinched on the nerve in my neck, so I was like boozing more, doing this. Like all the gains I got in April, May were gone. June comes on, I'm, like, I'm going to get serious. Well, then I went away back-to-back weekends in June. I'm like, when you go away, it's tough to get in a good training routine. So yeah. I got back from Montreal. We went to F1 together with my family and a bunch of other people. We got back. The Monday, I'm like, I'm going to crush this workout, crush my workout. Tuesday, I'm going to work out. The next three weeks, I'm going to drop 10 pounds. I'm going to get. I'm gonna dial in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday it was night. basically like, I'll see you at the podcast, but like, yeah, that, we're not like, friends for I'm not drinking. I'm like, Bye, have fun. I'm right. dialing yeah. it in. I'm training. Like, yeah. It was, her best, training, it was right. her best friend's birthday. I'm like, I'll come. I'm not drinking. Yeah, Saturday yeah. night, I got Shania Twain concert. I was like, and another birthday. Uh, that was my one night over three weeks that I was going to drink. Okay. Tuesday night at baseball, like, I pulled my hamstring bad. Like, could not walk, couldn't sleep, couldn't. I, I didn't take oh. a shit for three days. Oh, fuck. So I couldn't sit on the toilet. <laughs> It was that. It was any, that bad. Like in the middle of the night, I'd wake up throbbing. I'd have to like limp over to like the bathroom to take like T threes and shit. Like wow. Bad. I didn't go to work. We were supposed to golf with George the day after it happened. I was like, let me just come. Just I, maybe I'll putt. I couldn't. Even putt. <laughs> oh, I lasted three. I couldn't sit on the golf cart. No. I had to go home. He said I was annoying though, but I sent you cookies, and then you still got mad at the cookies. So. I, oh yeah, I, because I ate, fuck. Now he's probably feeling like what? Like I can't yeah, move, and I'm now I'm gonna like eat shit. cookies. Like <laughs> I gained nine, nine pounds in five days. Shit! I went from one eighty five to one ninety four in five fucking days. Oh man, so that's just so rattling. All your head. I did was eat, and I didn't move, and I'm just, and I missed, I missed a birthday with all my friends, and I asked everyone how was it. Oh, so much fun, so much fun. I'm like fuck. Okay, yeah. Cool. For, like I missed another thing. I couldn't play pickleball, and I was training for a tournament. I had to pull out of the tournament. It was just like a whole bunch of things compounded to just make it like. Bad. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll be fine in a week. I'm just gonna like fucking not talk to anyone, not do anything. In a week, I'll be fine. Fuck off, everyone. Everybody got the got the notice. Right. Everybody understood the the job. Yeah, that's except it. Except one fucking person. Even my mom was, was leaving like, Give me, me alone. Some space. My dad, the first day, so I didn't go. I came. I went to work for like two hours on the, the second day it happened. Right. And I got back. And my dad starts talking. I was like, Dad, I love you, but just like, please fuck right off. Like, I just, I'm <laughs> agitated. I'm annoyed. Anything you say or do is just gonna bother me. Please just leave me. He goes into his room, didn't come out the rest of the night. Oh, shit. Thank God. Please. Danny FaceTimes me four times. I was times being okay. In a row. In a row. FaceTimes me. I ignore it. What are you doing? Ignore it. Hey, pick up. I'm busy. Pick up. What are you doing? Honestly, I'm showering. I'm not doing anything. Right. I just don't feel like FaceTiming right now. I'm like yeah. miserable. 
Anyways, I went to a stag and I'm. <laughs> so you still get went somewhere. It sounds like my COVID story. Uh, so the Friday night, <laughs> yeah, I went to a stag. Crazy. So I went for like two hours. Again, I couldn't walk. I couldn't put on socks for six days. Jesus. I had to go to a stag in Crocs and shorts. <laughs> so it's a gentleman's dinner and I'm wearing fucking bright Crocs yellow Crocs. Yeah, so like, your whole vibe like is a, off. Yeah, I'm just. Not, and like, I didn't be, shave. Like, like, I needed a haircut. Women don't always get that, though. Like, got, men just, feel like that, too. Bro, it's just, like, I was having do. a bad week. So I get over the stag. It's like. When I'm having a bad day, I'm still not like mean to my friends. Right. I was just, don't talk to me. I don't want to be mean, so I'd rather just not have the opportunity to be mean. So I get home from the stag. I'm shaving my beard. I'm on one leg, and the legs throb, and I'm taking my fucking T3s, and I'm just like there, and my hair's just like fucking dangling in my face. I'm like, I literally didn't even think. It was like, beard, look in the mirror, fuck it. Wow. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I'm doing, now you're doing the it. The worst part is I right. did half of it, but my legs started to hurt, so I'm like, like, I'm, taking, I'm waiting for the T3 to kick in, so I'm just leaning on this, like, standing over the fucking bathroom sink because I can't move because I'm half shaved my head, and there's probably hair everywhere. So I shaved it fully. It looked terrible. So I'm right. like, let me go get a haircut to, like, try and fade it and, like, make it proper. Yeah, make so it legit. Now it doesn't look too, too yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, That's The reason I tell a story because that's the first bad week I've had since the beginning of 2022. Oh, shit, okay. We shut down the app right before Christmas or the last week of 2021. And like, that, was, that was a shitty week. Not because the app failed or we we shut it down. It was just because that was the first time that I feel that I put everything I had into something. Right. And the outcome wasn't what we expected. Or right. Not, it wasn't even close. Right. It's like we financially failed. We lost money. Right. We shut down the app. It's not like we sold it and lost money. Like at least there's like a partial good out of it. It's like the experience was great. We learned a lot. But the end result was the app failed. We lost money. Like we shut down the app and it failed. Okay. But I knew you back then. And like even though it was a bad week, maybe internally, you didn't. Oh, yeah, express just, that to no, people. No, I did. I was just like, you know what? Versus I'm, last I'm, week, I think this was worse. Yeah, you like, actually expressed your dishate for yeah. life. It wasn't even okay. that it was to everyone. Okay, it wasn't even okay. that that week was a bad week. It's just like, I'm yeah. like, okay, we shut down the app. This sucks. I lost a lot of money. That sucks even more. Well, what do I do with all this extra time? Like, I went out like three weeks in a row every fucking day because I'm like, I'm used to working two full time jobs. Yeah. Okay, so now I worked one full time job. I went to the gym. I went to the gym again. Well, what do I do for the next six hours? Okay, let me. Go to Marble and meet my my party friends to go have a drink, and then yeah. okay, let me go out for dinner. Like, I was all I was going out for dinner, eating, drinking, and whatever. So got over that. Twenty twenty two, just traveled and met amazing people. Right. I started this TikTok thing, which got out of fucking control. Yeah. And, like blew up. How's was, that been? Tell us a little bit. Tell I'll me tell a little you, bit. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I'll yeah, tell you. yeah, yeah. Okay. It blew up. It got wild, and it was just like I, I get recognized on the street sometimes. I like, go, oh, you're the you're the guy. From That's kind of sick. Uh-huh. We're in Montreal. We're in Montreal. <laughs> she leaves. Wait, we're in Montreal. We're in Montreal. And she goes, if oh, someone fuck. fucking recognizes you here, I'm walking home. I think it's took 30 minutes at the first event for me to no. go. No. It's not like it's an influencer event where I'm supposed to be there. Pretty Ricky. There we're, it we're is, at, like, the, Mr. We're, Chin. We're at, we're at <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fucking Chin. What did you think? Don't even get uh, Have you I'm, seen that? That photo is crazy. It's the reason why I have a coach and I'm on week. TRT now, man. We I'm talked about you. it the other week. <laughs> So but we're, we're five minutes into Bar George, biggest party on like the Friday night. Right. We're sitting there. We're walking around. I'm like, Ricky, if someone recognizes you, I'm fucking running home. Like, like I am not doing that, this. She said that. And then like 30 later. minutes later. Oh, my right. God. You're Ricky from TikTok. I Shut like, up. I'm leaving. I was like, I can't be here. Wow. Like, Ten minutes later. Oh, my God. Are you Ricky from TikTok? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you Ricky from TikTok? TikTok. He's like, and as we're leaving, we're laughing about it, right? That's epic. Then, That's going to be the name of this and, episode. And then, and then, Are you Ricky no, from no. TikTok? The name of this episode, I thought about it. The name is of the pals go, go down a walk down that road. That works, man. Yeah. 
So we're leaving. <laughs> she has to pee or something. Who knows? Yeah. We're leaving, and you hear these girls in the back of that. There's like a group of five of them. They're like, oh my god, that's that guy. That's Ricky. Go, go say hi. Go say hi. Go. Shut up. And I'm like, technically, these all count too. Like, really yeah. Funny. Anyway, so that last week was my first really bad weeks. Literally since, since 2022. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. And that's why it sucked. And and I I was like, we're talking about like since COVID, my life's been fucking crazy fun. Crazy right. good. Like. I've met the coolest fucking people. Like the podcast, we're still doing it. We have our ups and downs, but we're meeting amazing people. So it was just like a ride. Like from COVID, you did well, and then you like you you when things got normal, you were just like the vibe continued. Yeah, it didn't stop because I'm just like, I I always think, and I think COVID really exemplified. It was like, if I die tomorrow, do I want to not die knowing I did nothing or that I right. binge watch a TV show by myself? Right. That's why even this condo, I was telling you how I hate being here. Like yeah. part of the reason I hate being here is because. When I'm here by myself doing nothing, I feel like I'm wasting my life. Facts. So then the other part is, okay, if I'm if I don't want to be here, what do I do when I'm here? You go out. And you, yeah. Where do you go, King West? And you, and there you, you drink. Go. You, yeah, party, you step whatever. outside. And yeah. yeah, and it's like it's easy to go out here. Like, yeah. You know, oh my god, man. It, right? It's so too easy. It's too easy. Detrimental. So I said detrimental. I hate being here. I like when we have the pod. Good after the pod, we go for walks or we grab a bite to eat somewhere, and then right. we, you know, then we'll carry on. And by that time, it's twelve o'clock. It's ready for bedtime, right? Yeah. So, the COVID was great to me, and this last all of 22 was amazing to wow. me. Wow. Yeah, man. Wild. See, that's great to hear because, like, I mean, I suppose the downturn of the story is not for everybody, but for a lot of us, the guys who went nuts on COVID, like, I went nuts. And, like, I got smacked in the face with reality because the, st- the story I told you before was the first round. And then the second round was, I'm like, okay, we're shutting down again. So I'm like, I'm out. Like, I, I, you know, I moved to Miami. I shipped my car down there. I'm like, I wind up business. I'm like, bro, I'm just doing it again. Like, you know, I'm on a fucking wave until the business switches. And in my business, there's a big difference between a purchase and a lease. And, you know, as well as anybody, like, you spend enough time in Miami, like, you shred some, you shred some money out there. <laughs> and I, 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 it's always funny, like, not to plug in real estate, but, like, when you talk, if you actually, like, off the mic talk to realtors... 90% of them, like, in the, like, our demographic, I mean. And you'll be like, yo, what's your one regret from COVID? Like, they'll almost all say, they'll be like, yo, I wish I saved more money. And, like, I mean, I know I'm guilty of that. And, like, I've, like, I've talked to a bunch of guys who are like, fuck. Because it was like it was like we struck gold, kind of. Like, and you just never thought it was going to end, you know? And then, like, when it did, and then, like, obviously interest rates and yada, yada, yada. But, like, you know, it it was kind of a mind fuck because you're so used to like all these deals. All in. my clients, all my clients who are realtors are just like, Oh my God, I'm doing so well. And I've been on the phone with them in the past couple months. Right. Like, it's not going to be as good of a year. It's not going to be as good. Of yeah. a year. It's not going to be as, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it, I, I like, literally had the same, it's, same it's conversation okay. with like, my let's accountant. Just keep going. He, and like my accountant's like a, a really good family friend of like one of my best friends. And we actually were, we were at his wedding last year and where I'm like in the ocean with the, with this accountant, actually, amazing, beautiful human being named Yasha. And we're just swimming, you know, and like swimming in, in, Life's uh, good. in St. Martin, you know? I mean, it, it wasn't like I, I was taking the two connection flight to get there, but like, you know? <laughs> but you know, I was you're there. Not, you're not flying to Miami for Carbone, no, eh? No, 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 no more of that, you know? You're but fucking I, flying to eat at fucking Eastside Mario's. You know, like it was, I was down, but like. Olive and, Garden. And like, we're just swimming. He's like, yeah, he's like, so how was it? So I'm telling him about the up of the story. And then I'm like, but Yasha, man, I think like, 
I'm gonna need your services. Like, you know, I need some you help. Got, you gotta find me some money. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like right now, I'm like, it's not gonna be good. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I. But I realized in that, I guess, like, it sounds nuts because I'm fucking 36, but everybody, I suppose, has those like uh, uh, realizations, epiphanies. epiphanies, and you're just like, I was on such a high, and I was just riding it so much that actually, I was neglecting. I was neglecting my business. I was neglecting, to be honest, like. It's funny, like, you know, like the saying, like, you feel like a million bucks. Like, you don't need a million dollars to feel like that. Oh, yeah. You really don't. Really? Right? And, like, I definitely took that, that feeling so far and where I felt like a million bucks all the time. All the while, I was like, I almost lost sight of, like, hey, like, that's great and all, but, like, still try to, you know, get the million bucks. Like, I kind of ignored my hustle, which I never really do instinctively. So, you know, the 2022, that's why I like to hear other people's stories because I like to be surrounded by progressive energy. I find the older that I get, it's always cool to, to listen to people be like, yo, you know, I killed it. And then like, I killed it again, you know, instead of like the ups and the downs. So it, one thing that we were talking about, like the culture and how I'm like, I feel like everyone's just kind of living right now. And I was going to say this, but I didn't. I feel that so many people I talk to are very like so happy with their lives and like doing well and I feel it's because of Austin. So like, how, how's everything with you? I'm like, fuck, man. I haven't had a bad week in fucking right. two years or things are going great for me. I feel yeah. like when they hear that, they think of their positive energy too. And they're right. like the positive. I don't want to say like, my positive energy moves to other people. Yeah. But sometimes like, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm having a fucking shit week. Or, you yeah. know, hey, maybe life's not that good for me. Like when someone else is so positive. Yeah. And maybe that's a bad thing because sometimes maybe they might hide it. <laughs> I don't know. But at the same time, I feel like everybody around me is doing really well. Yeah. I have like maybe one friend that I have to check in on every now and then. But even him, I feel like he's doing pretty fucking well too. You know, yeah. I have issues like with people around me. Like I want them to be happy, which is like even more F1. We're at the race. Yeah. I love the race. I love going I to the Grand Prix. Like I actually <laughs> I heard it was so good. Okay. Tell me about it. But Tell I, no, it. no. Like I enjoy. <laughs> you're a great guest, by the yeah, way. You actually you're are. a great guest. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, tell me about it. How is that? You even did it earlier. Like, oh, you TikTok. Tell me about it. Fucking guy. Fucking guy. Are you sure you haven't done this before? Never. That's amazing. But I enjoy being at the race. And Ricky was sitting there like this, like just like miserable. And I'm like, okay, like it's okay. Like let's have fun. Do you want to drink? Like what do you want? Like right. be happy, be happy. Because for me, it's not about, it doesn't It doesn't affect my mood because I'm happy. I just want the people around me to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's just like, if they're not having fun, that means I'm doing something wrong. Like they should be having the best day of their lives. Yeah. Like they're with me. That's an insecurity actually. Okay, well, I'm admitting it. Right. Oh, we gotta work, the we first gotta thing on. is admitting it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and as... Uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say. No, I was just talking about how like your energy and you want people to have fun. Well, no, that's the thing. I just feel like I, I talk to you so often that even though last week... I had like one of like the best weeks of the summer. We had F1 that I had all my like best friend's birthdays. Sweet. Which I was having such a good time, but then he was miserable and I'm like trying to call him, trying yeah. to get him happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was like oh, should I be having this fun because he's yeah, so miserable? But I did right. have that much fun. Right. So I realized yeah. I don't need you to be happy all the time. A hundred percent. And I always say this. And so Danny sends me cookies on the Saturday. She, right. And like, I, I wasn't answering the door. Like, I'm at my parents' house. Frank's at the house. Like, I don't answer the door. I don't, I don't, I'm in my own world. Like, yeah. Someone's ready. Not for me. I don't give a fuck. You knock on the door and leave it. I got no deliveries coming for me. Yeah. So I'm downstairs. I'm trying to have my first workout, right? Again, I got one leg. It's of course. Night. So I'm working on this. I'm just like doing lightweights. Just like, Basically, weighted stretches at this point. <laughs> she's like, anything come to your door? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, she definitely bought me popcorn, a cake, or cookies. 
And I, I almost text him, like, if you bought me junk food, I'm going to lose it. I'm like, send me a fucking salad. <laughs> I go upstairs, they're cookies. Mind you, I, I know I gained the eight pounds at this point. I feel you. So I'm yeah. fucking cheese. I didn't yeah, know that because yeah. he didn't talk to me. Yeah, and yeah. And there's cookies, and I'm like, like I, I got your cookies. Like, thank you. So I eat one, obviously. It's fucking delicious. So I eat another one. Next thing you know, I've eaten three. Eaten Stopped my fucking workout. 100%. I'm done working out now, yeah. okay? Oh, since I'm at the kitchen eating these cookies, let me make a, ba- a bowl of popcorn too since I'm there. And oh, those chicken wings more. that I didn't finish yesterday, might as well finish them now because I ain't a <laughs> fucking it. Portion control is yeah, all I have to say dude, for that. it is impossible. Portion control. Once you get a taste. No, I'm okay with that. Dude, my, my parents didn't raise a quitter. Whatever's there, I got to finish. That's it. My man. sisters make fun of me. I'm the type of person to someone bring like a good snack oh, and like dessert. Can't say no. I will have a bite. Wrap it up. Put oh, it away for so later. You have like mental like, issues. Oh, I'm amazing. Yeah, 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 you're kind of. I up. have like killed, but it's because I don't want it. If I see we put some, a burger in front of me, it's gone. If something's yeah, on the table, man, sweets like, now I'm good. If something's on the table that just even even if I don't love it, if it's on the table, I have to finish it. Dude, like it was my birthday last week. My my girlfriend. I since I'm shouting, I gotta shout her out too. She she's a great baker, so she bakes. What she bake? This, I always tell, I always tell her I want fucking banana. Like I like banana. I love baked goods. I'm a whore for them. I just don't <laughs> like doing it myself because I'm in this constant state of like trying to lose weight, right? So are we all? A, right, it's a mental complexity. I'm like I can't be in the kitchen cooking <laughs> bad shit, but I will eat it if it's around. So she comes through. She you know she gives me this beautiful cake. I'm lucky enough that uh, Chanel and Kirby both live on my floor. So anytime if I'm cooking her something bad. Cause I'm like I'm trying to be on this diet right now. So like if I cook pasta for her, I, instead of eating it, I'll divide it into Tupperwares and leave it outside their doors. And she that's gave me that's like really she, nice. Yeah, that's she gave really me really nice of you. It sounds really nice. Like it's really like it's doing it for the wrong reason. I'm doing it for the wrong the reason. The idea is nice, but the idea is nice. So but the same thing it was like she cooked this huge cake. I like blow the candles out. I have a bite. Then I have like nine. Then I'm like, well, I guess I should just like have Finish a cheat it. meal. This was on my and on my birthday. I like this year. I'm like, yo, I woke up and I exercised for like seven. I went on like I did like eighty thousand steps. I did fucking, um, I did like two berries. I was like, I don't want to go nuts. Oh, and that was then, a different birthday. And then this cake comes out. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm done. I fucking get it. You know, it's like it's so hard to uh, say no. I want to ask something, <laughs> and I, I think I've asked this to you, Dan, before. If you do a good deed for a selfish or a wrong reason, is it still a good deed? Yes or no? Yes, because somebody recently told me that what matters more than intention is action. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Great answer. That's actually a really good answer. Great answer. Yeah. And so someone said no. So I've asked someone this question. I can't remember who it was recently. And they said, no, if you did it for selfish reasons, you did it for the wrong reasons. No, it's not a good deed. For a good deed, it's got to have good intentions. And I said, okay, I give a homeless guy a hundred bucks because I want to get views on TikTok or YouTube. Wrong reason why I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it for the views. I'm doing right. it for personal gratification. Do you think the fucking homeless guy cares why I did it? No. No, this homeless dude's no, happy. No, but this, I think bucks. this is what we had. We actually talked about this on the podcast the other time, but I even said like, it's still a good deed, but it, it can also be a reflection on someone's character. Right. Okay. No, gotcha. So it, it can, your no, your answer is good, but it can be also, it's a reflection. It could What'd be you like say? your type of personality. I said, it's true, honestly. Like somebody always, somebody told me recently that what matters more than intention is action. action. I need to remember that. Because I always like... Yeah, but it's like when someone says actions speak louder than words. Yeah, the, yeah but like, I think, I think, you know what, I think most, not, I think a lot of people, like depending on how much you resonate with those types of sayings, like for me, sayings that are introduced in social conversations are always like a median for introspection. 
So, like, if we're going to go, like, right now, like, we just went from, like, nostalgia to, like, introspection. So now, like, now we're going to share opinions on some deeper shit, right? And I think when you get into that, like, people have a position on how they feel about those things. But the revelation that comes from speaking with other people about it is that you realize where you're wrong, right? And I think that when it comes to something like, you know, actions or intentions, like, I think it's such a... It's so proverbial to ask questions that are uncomfortable because if you don't lie, you're always learning. Yeah. But if you if you talk shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, all the smartest people I know, like, they talk shit because they deflect all the time, right? Because you don't want to lose your, your power of bullshit almost, right? But it's also, like, okay to be wrong in the sense because then you're learning. Exactly. And I think, like, again, like, look, look, like, we went from London to here and it's like, that's why the shit you do is ill because... You know, now the, everybody's just vibing, man, right? I feel like I say this every fucking episode, but this is one of my favorite episodes recently. Like, I, I feel like I've been saying it. To be it honest, I feel like I say it almost every I've like only episode. been in this position on the podcast since like the middle of May. And right. even then, like I've missed a couple here and there because like I just Whatever. didn't have them booked. And to be this is actually one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. It's like we went from we went we almost did you know what's so funny? So when we started the podcast. Right. Me and George, so we did it together, me and him. Our first uh, guest was uh, an Olympic athlete, an Olympic gold medalist named Eric Radford, figure skater. Right. We Googled the shit out of this dude, and it wasn't a conversation. It was an interview. We were like, okay, you know, you start at 16. You won your first thing. Tell us about that. Oh, well, then, and he'll say, okay, and then by that, that was when you got your first Olympics at 20, and you, you silver medal. Like, you know, how was that different? And it was, we... We led the conversation through his life by asking like specific questions. Right. It was very interview style. Okay, gotcha. And then as we got, we kind of our goal was to stay away from interviews. We don't we don't have preset questions. We don't have a fixed agenda. It's kind of right. like yeah, we have a couple points we might want to talk about. Like today, the only point that I was going to talk about was real estate. I feel like that's the part we talked the least about. Yeah. But the thing about this, like, we basically took a little history class. Like, we walked down memory lane, started in 2012. We did that till 2017. Talked a little bit about real estate, how you got yeah, that. Yeah. Then we talked about COVID 2020. You know now we're talking about like future. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've ever actually been this deep into COVID with a guest before, even no. during COVID. But right. yeah, I was like, I feel like we just, even now. But I think it's because we're so far. We talked about like a, the positivity. Yeah. yeah but I, I just think sure. we're so far out from it now that like, even like during COVID, yeah. you tried to avoid it as much as possible. Right. No one wanted to talk about it. Now people look back at it. They're like, what the fuck did no, we just you do? do? Like, did, how do how did it affect you? All three yeah. disagree that it was fucking great. Yeah, like I no. Mean, will I admit there was bad parts about it? Like there were some days I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Right. But then there was other days I'm like, okay, like I'm actually like so happy right now, and it made me build relationships with people that I didn't have before COVID. Right. No, for sure. Sensitive topics, man. I mean, it yeah, is. It's a very sensitive. It's very topic. sensitive. You know, I, I honestly, I feel everything's. Fu- I think that was a great prep. COVID was preparation from a social. For what's happening right now? Perspective. <laughs> now everything's fucking sensitive. Yeah. Like, oh, don't, I don't, That's why, like, you know, yeah, like before the show, you're like, yo, like, is there anything you don't want to talk about? And it's like, which is obviously like respectable and fair, but like, I was like thinking about that even after I said no, I'm open to anything. It's like it's not so much like. There's some shit we're gonna talk about after the pot. Now that you brought this up because right. I got I got some fucking. Well, I just I'm think like one of the fucking, no, but it's like it's no, not no, even like, me. In biggest, my head, I'm like I can't. Even if I want to talk, like if I want to talk, let's just say, like I think I fucking love talking about politics. I don't think it's wrong. I'm not gonna make this. I'm not gonna politicize my buddy's show. But I don't think there's. I think there's a loss of intellect when you don't See, discuss. You know, structural. That's the difference. I grew up saying like you don't talk about politics at the dinner table. Right. Like and it's just a thing. Doesn't matter who you're with. Sure. 
my like family we go to the cottage every weekend at the summer you bring up politics we right. all have different opinions we're all grown up by the same right. like, we all were raised by the same people right but at the same time we all have different viewpoints right it can start fights so that's just how i was raised would i like to talk about it am i interested in certain like right. topics that we can talk about yes but as soon as you say one wrong thing someone can look at you differently especially that, when it comes to politics religion anything right. like that but the thing is that we live in a, with the reason why i was thinking about that was like i love politics like i never let politics as a singular concept i don't think anybody fucking likes because it's polarizing right and it separates people right but everything meant everything be, right now is is it is politicized, right? And I think that's the problem is that every conversation has now inherently become uncomfortable. Like traditional means of being like, oh shit, like, yo, I really want to know what you feel about like, you know, what that guy wore last night or like how fucked up that idiot talked about or what do you feel about that music? Was that whack? Was that cool? Like, I think, I think we are so, I think we're so fortunate because we have so many means to communicate and we're so interconnected, but I think we're so fucking held back because i think we all miss like a genuine honesty because everybody feels responsible for what they're gonna say before they say it so this is actually funny what you just like, said so we were at an award show the other week right uh and ricky was interviewing some of the award winners okay and i told him before i'm like do not ask the women what they're wearing because it is a faux pas on a red carpet to ask women what they're wearing if you're not going to ask the men the same question Right. Within like, five seconds, third woman comes up. Ricky's like, oh my God, I love your outfit. Yeah, but tell what me about you it. Tell right. me. He goes, like, tell me about it. And for him, I knew it was Ricky and it was a genuine thing he was it asking. Was. For sure, of course That he it was. wanted to know what she was wearing. Yeah. And I look back and I'm like, we just talked about you not saying this. And it was just because. It's my fucking show. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just something like you see that on the red carpet. And if that's how it became like the cancel culture that I cannot stand. Yeah, but it's crazy. That was something that came up during the past couple of years and it's destroyed people's lives. Yeah. And then remember, I was talking to one of the guys after and he said, well, don't you see my belt buckle? I got it at so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to wear it to Calgary Stampede. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. Man, guys, there was one point I looked, I was like, hey, this is, you You went on a good spot. I was like, that's a good spot to end it. And then you turned and I was like, fuck, all right, let's keep going. Right, right. But we right. are at that point where right. we, yeah, we're at the 85-minute mark. Oh, shit. Take. So we should wrap this up. Um, Sean, before we Ricky wrap just up, wants to talk off air. No, no. Not <laughs> He's just, like, ready to go off air right now. Not, we try not to go past 60 minutes just because, like, the number... The usually yeah, I bet, one. man. So I, it's, like, listen. even the episodes we used to do long ones, I'm like, we should split them up, but, like, splitting up doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to, like, get off your, your chest? Anything else? You or know what's, what? What's the year look like for you or something? Carbone? So, okay. You know what? I, I always say it's, like, it's peaks and valleys. Actually, what I really think is most representative is like there's the scene in the movie Blow where he where like when he loses everything, he's like when everything's as sick as it could be, like it it's not. And when it's as low as it could be, it's not. And like that's kind of that's where I'm, like I'm at for sure. But I feel like I think it's OK for people who are at that place to be like, yo, like tomorrow's a better day yeah. because the people who are doing better than you, like. When they share that with you, then you know that that can happen for you, right? Yeah. And I think there's something, there's something about being humbled in this overly mainstream, materialistic fucking world that we live in that is really, it's like a gravitational pull. So the happiness, when you're like, man, I'm just fucking happy, you know? Like, everything, every day has been amazing. It's like, all the shit that I would 
categorized as me having like an off year or a bad time. Yo, every day of the last year has been amazing. And that's the sentiment that, like, I think. And that, honestly, I would love to be on the show again because Fuck yeah. this was fucking fun. This as hell. Was, this is a vibe. Sean, I was not expecting to have this much fun today. Yeah. I think I think we need, like, end of the summer, post-summer, see what yeah. we all did. Yeah. yeah. A recap. You know, I mean, I love it. I think this is great, man. And Sean, I just man. appreciate you guys for having me on. No, thank you for thank you for being a great fucking guest. <laughs> you were fucking... Sean, I was not expecting you to be this good, man. Like, honestly. Like, we're catching up to it. I'm like, okay, like I'm ha- I'm enjoying this. Right? right. We're chatting off air, like getting ready. And like, I'm like, okay, you know, this I, that's what I was expecting the conversation to be. You know, a good catch up. Right. But fuck, this was fun. But I've also never seen you so happy, like speak so fast, going down memory lane. Yeah, we were just going. <laughs> like oh, at one point, man. I was like, hey, I'm it just feels gonna be good. Mute this nostalgia really feels great, though. It yeah. does. Uh, Sean, before we wrap up, if people want to find out more about you, real estate, what you're doing, where can they go? How can they find you? I mean, you? Sean Chase Inc. is my Instagram. You know, I'm I'm kind of all over the Find me on King Street. Find me all around. Give me a shout. Um, yeah. I, we'll, ta- honestly, we'll tag yourself in that. Tag my shit. Like, I feel like such a loser because I'm not, I'm really just here to vibe out. Yeah. Like, I'm all, again, I'm all on someone that. Someone listens to like, yo, Sean's my vibe. I yeah. need to fucking home, too. You right? know? I mean, listen, like, everybody's got a realtor, like, I'm all good with all that stuff. I just wanted to come. Yeah, but hang Sean's out. our pal now, so you're gonna reach yeah, out to Sean. You know, like check out this media because at the end of the day, support people who push the culture. Because every name drop tonight supports and pushes the culture, and I think that's what's important. That's why we like nostalgia because I got some bad memories that I don't give a fuck to remember about. But I always remember the boys and the pals and the people from London because they were special dudes because they never stopped trying. And I think that's the sentiment that we should roll into the summer with and be like, keep going. Like, you're about to do your, your, your Ironman? Like, fuck, I'm not, but I'm going to try to do another <laughs> marathon. So, you know, like, let's, 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 you know, let's just feed off that good energy. And I think that's what you bring, you know, and I was happy that I got to take in 88 minutes of it. I, I didn't want to say anything. That's a great way to end the episode. And that's it. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Peace, guys. <laughs> you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.